in this match. If it's a war, you can say whatever you want. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents loves that company. It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion. Welcome to episode number 94 of the Champions Advantage podcast. Cannot believe we are 94 episodes deep in this bitch. I cannot, and I can't believe how well it worked out for us that episode 100 will be at WrestleMania 36. Yeah, in six weeks. In six weeks. So, that's that's something. That is. I can't, I can't believe we're 100 weeks into this. You know what, uh, you know what, you know what else is about 94? Uh, Bret Hart. Supreme Team, 1994, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you Johnny Knoxville? No, I don't think Johnny Knoxville wears Supreme. He has to. He absolutely, he absolutely wears Supreme. I don't Supreme. think Johnny Knoxville doesn't seem like the guy who cares about his fashion. That's true. But we have a busy day today. Actually, we've been planning the show for two hours. We have. Well, you got distracted. I got sidetracked by the best news bloopers of the decade, and you got sidetracked by Intercontinental Champion quizzes. I did, and all of that is legit. By the way, it was legitimately yeah. Intercontinental. Yeah, we are. We are not making either of those things up. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of distractions nowadays. There is. But... By the way, speaking of distractions, what did, where did you... What did you do with your banner, man? Oh, fuck? it's in there. I have, to, I have to hang that and the flag. <laughs> That's funny. It's it's it's, it's kind of smaller than I thought it would be. And yeah, well, mine's the size of fucking Massachusetts, so it's all right. Rhode Island. At least give it a realistic thing. But... Luckily... Vermont. Luckily, a lot of stuff has happened. This Nothing has happened this week on breaking news. But we got to talk about some stuff that's out there and... Such as a, a title change in the land of the rising sun. Why Got you, that right this why time. Why'd you say what you said the first time there, bud? I never know. Uh, certain top guy Kangaroos tag team. Kangaroos and sushi. Certain top guy tag team trademarking some terms, some returns, some injuries, a debut that we'll talk about in the war report that one of us is going to have a very, very hard review on. And Gee, I wonder what that could be. It's Dave. But uh, uh, an angle that played out on I'd Raw. I'd love to hear Dave's thoughts on Jeff Cobb. I can tell you them. Uh, he goes, oh, he, he goes, fuck, another Samoan. I mean, he was kind of right. Hawaiian, Samoan. The same thing. They're both islands. Polynesian. But, and a certain hall where you're famous, some announcements, and I'm going to kill all of you wrestling fans in this segment. And some WrestleMania matches, along with the War Report, AEW Revolution, and Saudi Mania 3. Yeah. So we got all that and more coming right at you right after we tell you about why, if you are a podcaster, you really should be hosting through Anchor. So pictures and catchers have reported, and we are getting ready to... Has everyone reported by now? I don't even keep up with baseball enough to... Oh, uh, it's getting close. Okay, well, who's leading? what's leading off the news this week? That was my transition I was trying to make. Uh, another... Who's uh, playing the Jimmy Rollins role? Another culture that loves baseball... The Japanese are kicking off today. <laughs> the Japanese, you say? They do love baseball. They do. Oh, no, I know. And two of the biggest stars in New Japan Pro Wrestling history are now thrown together as a tag team and buried and shit and are now the tag team champions. You know what I find super, super interesting? There are four top brands that have quote-unquote makeshift tag teams as tag team champions. We got Raw with... Uh, 
Buddy Buckets and Seth Rollins. We have A-Dub with uh, Omega and Hangman. We have NXT. Or as JR would call him, Hangman. We have NXT with uh, the Broserweights. And we got the New Japan boys, uh, Ken- Kota Ibushi. I almost called him Kenta Ibushi. No. Which would have been a very scary mashup in my mind. <laughs> um, Kota Ibushi and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Defeated and Impact and go fuck itself. Defeated, <laughs> defeated uh, G.O.D. to become IWGP Tag Team Champions. And that's exactly what I presumed they were going in the first place. Because if you remember, they were originally supposed to face... Uh, David Finley and Juice Robinson. But then Kota Bushi got like influenza or some shit and was on his, like eight months and was on his deathbed. So they made the title change to God. And then once Abushi was ready, he came back and him and Tana beat God. So what do you make of it? There'll be a great match. There'll be a great match of Dominion. I mean, it doesn't really matter at all. Like who do they face? Like it seems like David Finley and Tanahashi. Evil and Sonata and G.O.D. are, like, the only options. Unless they want to bring Kojima and fucking Tenzon out of the retirement home. And I love those two guys, but... I love watching Tenzon wrestle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's I love... Mean guy. I love... I wish... Can you imagine if WWE did what New Japan does, where, like, all the legends just team together in, like, the opening ten? Who's your WWE legend uh, five-man uh, group that would be in the opening ten, man, on, uh, on, like, SummerSlam? So, yeah, Undertaker, Goldberg... Undertaker. Cena. Goldberg. Cena's still active. Can't get bringing yet. I don't know. He hasn't. He hasn't had a match in over a year. Undertaker, Goldberg, Michaels, ooh, Kane, Big Show. That'd be a mean five man team. I like it. What about yours? I'd probably go Taker, Kane, and Goldberg are definites. Um, I'm trying to think who else who else has been used recently. Andre the Giant. Got to throw Big Show in there. Yeah. And hmm, Shelton Benjamin. You said legend. Yeah, Shelton's a legend. No, he's not. Shelton is a, Shelton is so a legend. He's absolutely not. Shelton is a legend. To who? To everybody. You mean to who? He His beat, mama. He beat Triple H clean. He did beat Triple H clean. His first night on Raw. That was his first night. Yeah. Wow. Never mind then. Still not a legend. They took him away from Charlie Haas, and he immediately shone. Yeah, Charlie House was a waste of space. Stop it. He's just smaller Hager. But uh Stop it. He is. They are both from Oklahoma. Yeah. Fucking Okies. But like I said, who do they who do they face? Yeah, I mean I just like this fucking tag division is it's so depleted. Yeah, it's like to no fault of their own, but But they could've they could have prepared for it and built for it. But you lost your three best tag teams in, in two years. I'll give them credit. They're trying something. They're trying more than WWE does sometimes. Yeah, that's true. If it was WWE, they put the titles on New Day for the 48th time. Don't you dare. Look, I said they already have the titles, so. That's what I know. They beat the Revival. They beat a perfectly good Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. Who were pricks? How do you know? Do you not see what they do? What do you mean, do I not see what they do? They're fucking trying to get, they're trying to make a living. Yeah, yeah, they're getting, they're sitting home and cashing checks. On the, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder were both in the top five of most matches worked in 2019, bud. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the Revival worked every house show. Corbin, uh, no, Wilder. I, I, one of them worked an extra match because do you remember the Royal Rumble pre-show and one of them teamed with uh, Akam? Yeah. So one of them worked an extra match. One of them was first, Corbin was second, and the other one was third. That's, that's a neat little stat, though. I think Dawson worked the extra match, I want to say. He's the better one. 
Yeah, probably. All right, let's liven this thing up. But uh, what? How long do you think they're, how long do you think they're tag titles? Who do you think they lose it to? Who the fuck knows? Right, and who and who cares? I feel. I bad. mean, I care. I like New Japan. So do I. But like, it, it doesn't matter till two weeks before Dominion anyway. The New Japan Cup's like a big deal. Oh, you're right. That's like next week, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And then they got Sakura Genesis. Oh, and, I guess you're right. And then they got a. Uh, What's their fucking May show? Dontaku. Dontaku. Okay. There's big shows. Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong, as per the usual. But working that on, happened. Working on the weekend like usual. Good luck. Good luck to them. Yeah, it's, Way it's, off in the deep end like usual. It's different. It's different seeing them as a tag team, but it'll be okay. Yeah. I'm so, sure it'll be exciting. That's that. And speaking of good old Dash and Dawson, I think, yeah, Dash and Dawson. Still not sure which one's which, but... Uh, Dawson's the bald one. I know. But... They they keep applying for trademarks. They apply for the trademarks. Top guys, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And what else? I believe FTR was in there. FTR. Um, no flips, just fists. No flips, just fists. So I mean, they're getting ready to prepare. And listen, if you're gonna go, just fucking go already, please. They could also be using it as leverage. Like, yeah. who knows? I mean, it's smart. You got to protect your own. Uh, yeah. Because now, even if they do resign with WWE, they'll still own all those. Yeah. So they can. Make a, they can make their own trademark, their own merch or whatever. I mean, they already have a pro wrestling tea store they sell shit out of. They have the one shirt. Actually, it's a fucking genius idea. They have an FTR shirt, and it has, like, three boxes on it. And, like, when you order the shirt, you can pick which one you have uh, checked. One says Forever the Revival. One says Free the Revival. And one says Fuck the Revival. <laughs> so no matter your feelings on them, like, you get the shirt, and, like, you know, whichever box you want checked, you get checked. I didn't know that. That's actually pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That's actually genius. It is. So, like, if you don't like The Revival, you get the fuck The Revival. If you want The Revival to be pushed, you get Forever The Revival. If you want The Revival to fucking split and go to AEW, you get Free The Revival. <laughs> I don't want them to go there. Where would you like them to go? There. <laughs> you just you don't want them to go there. Well, no, I don't want to see Dawson running around the ring and tagging in from inside the ring. Dude. Like they, a cuck. They criticize it more than anybody, so I they know. won't be doing that shit. Yeah, I, I, but you know what? They might be what that tag division needs to fucking straighten just, up. Yeah, like, come on. Just sit in there and have a meeting and just punch Ray Phoenix until he does I mean, it. Jericho already did. Sit down with no, him. apparently they didn't listen. Did you watch this insane tag match on Wednesday? I did. I liked it all more than you did. Yeah, you did, but I didn't even not like it. I didn't even not like it, but I'm going to get crowned to criticize it because fuck them. <laughs> Jesus. But no, I'll tell you, I'll, that will be, I will have my explanation in that segment because I'm a little fired about two things on that show. Well, I'm eagerly awaiting your fucking... Thoughts. Yes, sir. But, so, Revival. Staying, going. They're gone. Good. See ya. But, uh... What do you mean, good see ya? Because, no, they're good. I'd like to see them somewhere else. That's a fucking... You don't... Never mind. I, I think so. I think we sh- I think they'll be good. But, you think... Would you, would you think they could, Japan would pay the money? Probably, but do they want to work in Japan? I don't know. They just they just they just want to wrestle for wrestling's sake, and <laughs> so you say you want to see them do well, but then you start mocking them. I don't know. They, they annoy me. Is that why the they're great? I will never. Does die. Matt Hardy annoy you? Matt Hardy's been annoying me since two thousand and six. Well, fair enough. But uh, Matt Hardy, no. The people, the thing that annoyed me about Matt Hardy is not his fault. It's when he was he was. Second fucking fiddle his entire life, and then he loses to somebody trying to push on Raw, and the internet goes fucking insane. Yeah, that is kind of wild. That's ins- it's like he's got EC3 syndrome. They want to push to the moon, and yeah, really knows they it. want EC3 to walk out like Ultimo Dragon and all those fucking belts. <laughs> Hit one DDT and leave. You know what? I would pay to see fucking EC3 with all the belts. Just fucking mid card Mike. His, his name should be. Which I think his name is actually is Michael. 
But uh, that that's what annoyed me about that. But speaking of Matt Hardy, his brother's back and better than ever. He's got a knack for making things better. Face facts. Because his opinion does not matter. Absolutely does not matter. Especially in Canada. But, uh, because he can't go. But, uh... Neither can Jim Uso. That'll get resolved, though. Well, SmackDown was there two weeks ago and he couldn't go. But that will get resolved. Jeff's is for life. Nothing's for life, brother. Except? Taxes, tables. Taxes. <laughs> tables. Death, you know what? As, tables. As, 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 as the old Dudley Boy shirt. Death, taxes, and tables. As, res, as wrestling fans, tables are forever. Tables life. are forever. I will never get the affliction for tables. Me either. I love them, but like when a wrestling fan sees them, they just immediately get erect. Like when you think, of, when you think about it, the table makes the bump softer. <laughs> yeah. Like I, and the fans harder. <laughs> uh, if only Blue Chew was sponsoring. Yes, they're not a sponsor. Um, but I guess maybe the fans just want all the wrestlers to be safe. So they want them to go through all the tables. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that angle from now yeah. on. The wrestlers just well, want... Well, they, they usually make they usually make the uh, tables or the bump softer unless your name's Tegan Knox. Yeah, and then you just fucking bounce off it like a fucking basketball <laughs> in the TD Garden parquet. And that was just that was just the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen in yeah, my that life. Yeah, was, that was something. Uh, who else bounced off one? Fucking Spike Dudley fucking... Well, that... They, they underthrew him and his fucking head smacked off it. Was that law resistance? That was. And, and I think the Dudleys beat the shit out of them the next night. Probably. Cause I, I, cause I remember re- just recently reading a story about that. Like I guess, yeah, cause someone I guess, randomly asked Conrad about, asked Bruce about it. I'm yeah. fucking ask me anything. Yeah, I guess, I guess Bubba and Devon were just waiting there at the curtain. Well, dude, they fucking almost killed the guy. Yeah, yeah. The poor Spike. Spike is a great wrestler. Spike always gets murdered. Well, that's his, that, that's his gimmick. I saw him get power bombed through a table full of Grotto pizza when I was five years old. Cause my father had no idea the difference. My father thought ECW, East, East, ECW was. Uh, something else, and now thinks that NXT is ECW. I can't, I can't help it. But yeah, so he took me to a show at a local thing, at a local thing, and uh, Missy Hyatt was there, and Spike got power bombed through tables of pizza. So good on Spike. But where, where did this conversation start, Tony? Um. I don't even remember. Oh, oh Jeff Hardy. We were, we were trying to get to Jeff Hardy, but we never yeah, got there because right. you don't think sure his deck's is the tables. Yeah. But, so Jeff Hardy was at the Performance Center or was he backstage at SmackDown? backstage at SmackDown. So, so he was getting, where was he rehabbing? His shoulder? His shoulder, and then his DUI. And then, then his, his Dewey. Then his public intox. And then his, and then his rehab. His rehab. He was, he was in multiple form. He was that's, rehabbing a lot of things. That's why he's never leaving this company. I hope he's okay, but he's... Well, even if he doing, does, like... Hypothetically, even if he was to leave and go somewhere else, they'd still pay for him. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start calling him Teddy Hardy. Like they paid for Jeff Jarrett's after Jeff Jarrett started a promotion to try to like end them. Yeah. So they'll they'll still pay for years, even if you. Yeah, I know, but like, I, I, maybe it's good to be with his brother, but I don't know. But you know, they were feuding. Rebby and Mrs. Jeff were feuding, yeah, weren't they? they? They're not the biggest fans of each other. That's just. It was um. So what would you do with Jeff Hardy? What would you do with him? I was he on a brand or is he just free agent? I'm assuming if he was backstage at SmackDown, he's probably gonna be on SmackDown. I, who, That's true. I SmackDown mean, who, knows, could, who knows of this company? SmackDown could use him. SmackDown could use a lot of things. SmackDown could use Jeff Hardy. Not sure how much. Jeff, like, where does he go? I don't understand. That's what I'm asking. What would you? What, put your Booker cap on. What would like, you? What would you do with Jeff Hardy? I'd have him like put over somebody in the uh, Intercontinental Title match, but he's not like the Intercontinental Champion is Braun. The, unless he joins Bray, I, I don't. What? I don't, I don't know. Why would he join Bray? His brother was tag team champions with him. Yeah, but that was that was not the fiend Bray. 
Are you one of those people that want Liv Morgan to join The Fiend too? No. You want Liv Morgan? You, no, I, you're pissed that Liv Morgan isn't with The Fiend? No, I wouldn't hate it, but I... You're pissed I, that Liv Morgan isn't with The Fiend, I never you? understood that. You're so pissed I never that understood. Liv Morgan came back in the wedding and isn't with The Fiend. I have never understood. You're going to go on Twitter and complain about it. I hate you. You're going to go on Twitter and you're start bitching because Liv Morgan isn't with The Fiend. Right, Liv Morgan is not Sister Abigail. Yes. It, it was a rumor nowhere and everybody just wanted <laughs> Where did that start? Who I started that? Why is that a thing? Because her know. hair was pink? I, I don't know. She had a blue know. tongue? I don't know. Is that the sign of the devil? I don't know. It probably is. Or an overdose, but I don't think she's overdosing. <laughs> overdosing on Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, but dear, but yeah, dear, I don't know. I don't know. Where, where would you do with Jeff? Who does he put over? Like, Shinsuke's not going to wrestle him because it takes too much. Jeff's fat now, so... <laughs> Our lazy king. The lazy king would... would Our lazy just... king just got driven through a piano. He's taking the next two months off. <laughs> Where is Ziggler? I don't even know what brand he's on. Ziggler's Bob Rude. They're on SmackDown yes, together. Yes. Ziggler's, Ziggler's fucking Mandy and Rooney Notice his life. Oh, yes. How did you I forget that. about that? I, I knew that. I knew that. Where did Ziggler come from in this equation? Like, do you so put him with Ziggler? Did you... What do you put him, like, as a tag team? No, as oh. a, as opponents. <laughs> Why? Who else are you going to put him with? I don't know. He's a fucking face-painted freak. Who would you feed a face-painted freak with? I mean, Dustin's with AEW. That's true. But I, I just, I don't know. I like Sorry, I just don't know. I couldn't quite hear you. Could you please repeat what you said? Siri, I said he's a face painted freak. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm hearing you correctly. My apologies. Dumb cunt. Every but time, uh, that's every time I talk to women, man. Yeah. But I uh I don't know, where would you put Jeff? I don't understand where I don't see where he fits in. Like it, it, to me it would make more sense to him for him to take Joe's spot. If Joe can't wrestle now and and go on face the Seth Rollins. Or just join the Dark Order. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I guess that's why we don't get paid to being creative. We should, though. But where where, where would you put Jeff? Where would you do with him? I'd have him feud with Sheamus. I think it'd be a good couple, that's, that's a good idea. couple month feud for them. That's a good idea. You have two guys you know that could put like up... But Sheamus just keeps beating up Shorty G, then Jeff makes the save for... You know, because Jeff's a little guy, too. All the little guys gotta stick together. Jeff's not a little guy anymore. Jeff's got a big ass. Well... You know. In WWE land, he's a little guy. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, so if he's going to be on SmackDown, I'd have Jeff feud with Sheamus. He's um, going to be on Raw? If he's going to be on Raw, um, there's, there's not really a spot for him on Raw. Like you said, like, Raw just has like, so much young talent, I wouldn't push Jeff over any of them. Would that's, you have, have Alistair beat him? That'd be a fun little feud. Like Jeff's like the, the creatures of the night, and like, Alistair's like big spooky fucking emo guy. Big, yeah, big spooky My Chemical Romance fan. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's his gimmick. <laughs> He's just slightly harder than Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> oh, we are terrible people. Yes, I, well, I knew I was a terrible person. I'm just recently finding out you are. But I mean, we're 94 deep. If you don't know me by now, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, not that I know you for 20, 10 years before that either. But well, you know. Well, I mentioned that, well, Jeff Hardy back. Good to see him back. Hopefully he's clean and okay. Yeah, hopefully, I, hopefully the best for Jeff. I was yeah. always a big fan of Yeah, Jeff you always Hardy. were. And he has, he's a person He's a person that I never really understood. He had, he had a lot of others didn't understand it, but he always had a huge fan base. I mean, like, when you were a little kid, you thought Jeff Hardy was the coolest guy on earth. Don't lie. No, I thought Devon Dudley's the coolest guy on earth. Devon Dudley or Reverend Devon? Because there's a distinct difference. Reverend Devon. Okay, that's acceptable. You got to keep all that money, which is cool. But, but Joe injured himself... Shooting a commercial, preferably probably for Snickers, and uh, you are a terrible. What movie. commercial was it? Did they even say? I didn't. I don't think but the article mentioned. He was doing his own stunt because you know he's a wrestler, and he got thrown into shocking another table, <laughs> and the table didn't break, and Joe's head, Joe's brain rattled off <laughs> his fucking head. Oh. 
and it's not cleared to wrestle. And you tweeted from our account that has anybody had worse luck than Joe? Since he moved to the main roster, this man has just gotten injury after injury after injury. It, it just sucks. You know what though? You know what's sad? It's kind of just showing that's what, what every wrestler. What every wrestler goes through. Joe's almost 40. Yeah, that's Or is 40. He's been wrestling now forever. And it kind of shows that your body breaks down after a while. And Joe's yeah. a big guy. Joe's a huge guy. And it's, it's, it's harder for big guys to stay healthy. And, I, I mean, I hope he's good. But he's always had some weird injuries. Yes. That's like, like, it's not like his, like his knee, like his meniscus tear. He's, he's bumping his head off tables. <laughs> During commercial shoots. During commercial shoots. Like I said, probably. Like, why weren't they using a gimmick table? Why aren't they using a stuntman? I mean, you're not going to find a stuntman. Where are you going to find a stuntman that looks like Samoa Joe? <laughs> That's I, true. I, I, maybe Samoa. That would be a good place to start looking. <laughs> Any wrestling company anywhere has to have one. <laughs> you know what? You got me. They should have used, used Lance on Oahi. <laughs> <laughs> or Haku. Uh, yeah, Haku. Haku, Haku would have fucking gave the table a concussion. Yeah. That's not even possible. That would happen. Yeah. Um, but I feel bad for Joe. Um, he's always getting rolled up when he's trying to do his choke. <laughs> he's always getting hurt. The Joe finish. I love how you went nuts when you have to, when you beat him like that in the WWE 2K. Oh, yeah, I'm like, this is unbelievable. Like Joe Joe <laughs> to win the fucking Universal Title, my first match <laughs> after he just won it. He was the most Joe thing ever. Doesn't he show up like twelve years later? Yeah, with a fucking robotic arm <laughs> in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, fucking Thanos Joe. That's phenomenal. Never finished that career mode because I couldn't get past the Royal Rumble because you have to eliminate everybody in order to win. Fucking sucks. It does sound like it sucks. And the game's awful. It's such a bad game. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, it's no fun. But, Joe, get well soon. I was always a fan. Yeah, hopefully he makes it back for Mania. I don't know how long or severe the concussion is, but hopefully he's all right. Yeah, I mean, and he should be. He... And he just got a fucking concussion on Raw like two weeks before that. Was that was ugly. Yeah. That was so ugly. He just got cleared. He films a commercial and he gets hurt again. Yeah. That, dude, find me someone that's worse luck than this guy. No one. Maybe like Joe Theismann. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Who else is a fucking very injury-prone sports player? Don't you say it. Don't you fucking say it. Don't. Either of them, don't say it. <laughs> I was going to say, I got a couple options. Don't, 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 do not. He's a fucking ginger that wears number 11. That I got thinking. When giant African-Americans with dreadlocks come at him, he just folds. He, you know what? Fuck Jadavion Clowney. Until you guys sign him in the offseason, then you're going to be all about it. Yes, I will. Two-faced. But he is... I'm going to start calling you Harvey Dent. He is... Public, well, you, wouldn't you not like him? Yeah, but I'm not talking shit on him right now. No, I'm not. But it, I just it was angry. You know how painful the season this was for me? I don't want to hear it. I had just as painful a season as you. You, you. you made your golf bed, now you have to sleep in it. You made your ones, but now you gotta sleep in it. Yeah, well, you fucking can't stay healthy. You got a 90, his QBR was like 98. Well, get some receivers around him then, bud. Trust me, I know. It was painful all season. And I knew we were making the playoffs. I knew we were gonna fucking lose. Hey, it's not bad like Goff had a bad year. He's like third in the league in passing. Yeah, I know. He is kind of goofy. Oh, he's the, he's the <laughs> derpiest quarterback in NFL history. And his backup might be even goofier. Well, he's technically a free agent now. I don't is know he? if I could bring him back. Who, why not? But you're going to get Tannehill? Nothing baffled me more than the Pittsburgh game I was at when it was third and five and we just randomly brought Blake Bortles in to run a read option. <laughs> I was so baffled. Maybe we ran a lot in college. but It didn't work. <laughs> I didn't think it would. It did not work. didn't think it would. But, Joe, get well soon. Please. Yeah. Make it a mania. Make it the mania. You had fucking one mania match in your career, and you beat Ray in like four seconds. Because he, he was hurt. Yeah. 
This, this injury surrounds this guy. Yeah, he's like a dark cloud of fucking injury. And it covers most of the Northeast. <laughs> well, you're always the one that judges people's weight. Because well, I'm kind of a fucking expert in the subject, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear you ever make fun of Evil Luno again. Evil Luno, he is a fat bastard. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is such a fat bastard. Who else do you always call fat? There's someone else you always call fat. Uh, Joey Jenna. No. No, it's someone that's, like, really good, and you always call him fat. And it drives me crazy. Who the fuck is it? Oh. Is he fat? Yes. Then he's fat. <laughs> no, but who the fuck is it? Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Just move on. I'll is it evil? It. Not evil. Just keep going. I'll think of it. Uh, up next. Uh, How do you not remember he gets so mad because he's fat, but he's a good wrestler? Who the fuck is it? Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, just keep going. Do you know what company he's with? No, I can't remember who the fuck it is. I think it's Janella. It's not Janella. Because he's fat, too. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't know. Who's fat? Just move on. Uh, on, on Monday, one of the most interesting angles I've seen play out on Raw in a while. Oh, I'm going to have to... Real? What? This was interesting to me. What? Is Listen, it... I didn't even have anything really to say about this, but you wanted to talk about Interest- it. So interesting, interesting booking. I said, it's a very interesting booking. How? Alice, the two squash match guys faced each other. Yeah, but the Vintner's never going to be anything. Not with that fucking attitude, he's not. <laughs> oh my Does God. the fat guy do the fat guy sent on? <laughs> Probably, they all do it. Is it Cassius Sono? No, it's someone we talk about all the time. And you said it literally makes you angry because he's fat. It had to be Joe. No, it's not Joe. Maybe it is Evil Uno. Oh, I, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to one of our old shows. It was is, is it 2007 Dustin Rhodes? No, <laughs> it's not all Japan Dustin Rhodes. It's not black. It's not it's black, not black rain. rain. Can we please move on? But tell me about the Vintner and Alistair Black. They had a like. good match, and it was booked the way it should. And Alistair got the win, and yeah, the Vintner a, looked great. It was a fun match, but I don't know what else you want to say about it's it. It's just I wanted to mention it because it's good. Okay, well I thought you had some. Fuck. I you said some deep analysis on the storyline. You said it was I, an interesting angle. It was. So where do they go from here with the fucking Vintner? What's in the cage? I want to know what's in the cage so badly. <laughs> it bit him. That's all we know. It was Shayna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, that's God. just. Uh, I hate this show. I hate our show. And I hate you. And I hate that <laughs> fucking stupid Taco Bell breakfast drink you have there. And but Is that's it a about, woman? I don't I w I don't think I would call a woman fat. Who the fuck is it? Is that really bothering you that yes, much? Yes! Because he's talking about it all the time. It's someone who's like prominent. Fat fat people. Who's fat? But they're good. I don't know. There's a lot of good fat people. I'm a good fat person. All right, let's move on. But, all right, the two things that are be the, probably the, the weight of this. Hall of Fame. Oh, there's one more thing you didn't write down that we said we were going to talk about. What? Uh, the uh, ESPN Plus gimmick. Oh, you're right. Let's get there before we get there. ESPN Plus. All right, so the, the talks are heating up that WWE may possibly sell the pay-per-view rights to ESPN Plus, and it would be like the UFC deal where you have to be a member of ESPN Plus, which is four ninety nine a month, and then you have to drop 60 on the pay-per-view. So pay-per-views would be like 64 bucks. Don't believe it. Why not? Because I just feel like it's going to be one of those things that's much different than we think it's going to be. See, I would believe it because the network subscribers have fallen under a million in the United States. And they would be selling the rights to ESPN. So basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, 
ESPN would pay like, let's just throw out a hundred million a year. So they'd pay a hundred million a year for the rights, and then ESPN would keep the money from however many buys they got. So WWE would be making the money. They won't have to worry. If only fucking seventy thousand people buy it, then I just think it's risky. I mean, the network's good. It is, but you like we were talking about they're losing subscribers. So what? They got to do something. So charge them more money. Yeah, well, see, WWE is making more profit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that's true. Like they're yeah, less people will probably buy the pay per view, but they're, they're they're selling the rights for. I also don't think it would be it would happen quickly. And I think if it did happen, they would cut down in the amount of pay per views because they can't expect people to do that every month. I think maybe they drop to like six or seven pay per views a year, which might not necessarily be a bad thing. That's what they should do. Or there was also the other thing where maybe the big four. Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Mania would be on ESPN Plus while the rest would stay on the network. So you'd pay 60 bucks for four pay-per-views a year and the rest would be on the network. That's the way they should do it. I could see that. I mean, I understand Mania. I get it. Yeah. And there's also the talk that, like, Mania could go to Fox like the Super Bowl. That's surprising. But then there would be commercials during WrestleMania and the show's already 48 hours long and it would just be... I'm assuming if Mania was on Fox, it'd ha- they'd have to cut it down to like three hours. Or just go commercial free. They were commercial free for like six hours. I don't think Fox would, would be on board I mean, with I, that. They, I, I feel like it could be worked out. Because I feel like the whole point of it going to Fox would be for the commercial revenue. Because if WrestleMania was on free TV and they got like The Rock and they got like Ronda Rousey and they got like John Cena, I could see it doing like a big number on Fox. Yeah. Like. A real big... If you had all of those guys... I don't know. But it's interesting. Um, unless, unless the ring look like a fucking NASCAR. <laughs> um, but I think, like, they're they're not panicking, but I think they're definitely exploring how to make some revenue back because I know that they were very disappointed during the earnings call and they did not make nearly what they thought they were going to make. They were, what, $9 million short than profit? Yeah. And... Just I mean, after, they still had a great year, but they're just not. Really and short. since since these reports started, the stock has gone up. Yeah. So I think there definitely is something to these talks, um, but they could surprise us all, and they could just be like, uh, if you subscribe to ESPN Plus for five bucks a month, you get all the pay per views. I could see that kind of too. Yeah. I don't know, but. Which I already have the bundle, so. Yeah, I have ESPN Plus. I rarely use it, but I. Have it's it. worth having. My mom, my mom has Disney Plus, and she had the bundle. So yeah, I, no, the bundle. You have Hulu. So I just use her login. Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus for like fourteen bucks. Can't yeah, go around. yeah. Um, but the real question is, I know this has been heavily debated on Twitter, and I tweeted out my answer, but now I'm going to talk to you about it. Hypothetically, if the pay per views were to leave the network and the network remained priced at nine ninety nine a month, even though you're not paying for the network right now anyway, I am. But I'm playing for New Japan. I know, but I'm saying it wouldn't be your decision. It would be my yeah, decision. Yeah, well, I was going to make the same joke. But, but hypothetically, would no. you, you you wouldn't keep the network? Oh, I think so. Would you cancel the network? No, would you keep the I network? I guess I would keep the network. Yeah, I think the archives alone are worth you, 9 dollars a month. I watched, I'm watching AWA right now. Are you really? Yeah. I love it. Dude, this roster's insane, this AWA roster. The championship belt was made of prison. Perfect. Slaughter. Uh, Piper's there right now where I'm at. What year are you in? Uh, like 1983. You got the gong, the gongas, Vern, Vern Gagne. Mm-hmm. Just it's just an unbelievable, an unbelievable roster of guys. I mean, that weren't stars then, but like, you know, five years later, or the biggest things. Is Zabisco there? Or is that still too early? 
Uh, he's not there yet. Okay. I know he's AWA champ eventually. Yeah, probably think he's AWA champ. I think he was AWA champ right before they went out of business. I think so, too. I think he's, I think Zabisco is the nail in the coffin. You know why? Because he was sitting under under, under uh, Bruno San Martino's hedges. <laughs> that fucking Hall of Fame speech. That was just bizarre. <laughs> he's like, a, yeah, I stocked Bruno San Martino. I got a <laughs> job. Yeah, that was me. And Hillbilly Jim's still speaking. Yeah. Did you ever watch Billy Jim's? I did not. I swear to God, just tape your eyes. That's going to be a punishment. I have to watch Billy Jim's speech. Three times in a row. I've never watched it. So I mean, I, 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 I've obviously heard the jokes. Like, oh, he's still talking. But I've, I was in mania. That I'm not kidding. It was an hour and ten minutes long. That was Friday. I was For at, Hillbilly Jim. I was at, I was at a uh, Rev Pro show that Friday night. Good show? It was a good show. Ishii beat Zack Sabre Jr. for the British Heavyweight title. Do they always just wrestle? Yeah. Oh, and uh, this new British Heavyweight Champion, by the way. We talked about that last week. Did we? I think so. I don't know. Anyway. Osprey moved up to Heavyweight. I think we talked about that last week. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. Oh, Osprey's a champion. They're all running together this time. Who the yeah. fuck is that fat guy? <laughs> Bro, it's killing me. We'll get there. We won't. I don't know. The f- I have no idea what you're talking about. I know I, I, I know I make fun of Evil Uno. And... Evil, evil Uno, and because um, he's fat, but I like I like the Dark Order. I don't know why I like them, but I do. Mainly because I'm a member. But uh, you're a grunt. You're not even a member. You're just a grunt. Yeah, they didn't even say me welcome. They just say here, put up our fucking flyers. <laughs> a fat bastard won't walk for it. <laughs> they didn't even ask you for a fucking sacrifice. You know what? I know who you're talking about. Who? I don't know, but there's somebody. Oh no, yes. There's, some, there's somebody that's not fat. They just continue to call fat. Yes, and I don't know who the fuck it is, and it's killing me. Is it Corbin? No, you love. No, you would never. You would never, would never disparage Corbin. I would absolutely never. But you know what? Somebody I'm disparaged about. Corbin at the bar, and I was a couple whiskey shots deep, and I got very upset with him. You and should. I looked. I looked at him and I said, "Listen, motherfucker." You should go to the touch tunes and just go. Eee. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I played it over my phone. And in his face, I, I spent money on. I spent money on credits to play it next. <laughs> oh. oh my god! I brought the fucking darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you were the thunder. I was the thunder. By the way, screwball peanut butter whiskey is outstanding. Yeah. They have 150 bottles at the Wilkes Bear. I don't know, get it. But what were we talking about? Oh, ESPN Plus. Yes. This is insane. I'm, I'm all on caffeine, and you're on no sleep and it's talking about breakfast. And, uh. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm going to be on the shitter pretty soon. No, I would never, I would never cancel the network ever. It's just worth it. Like, hey, what happened to Judgment Day 2002? I'm going there. Um, Undertaker beat Hulk Hogan for the WWF title. The worst choke slam ever. Yes, but uh, choke slam. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just the the, the, the docu series, the 24s, the day ofs, they're all worth it. Hell, the fucking ruthless aggression shit, as factually inaccurate as it is, I'm still enjoying the hell out of it. That's not tonight, isn't it? Evolution is today. I think it show, I think it premiered at 10 a.m. So it just came out about an hour. Okay, ago. I'm sorry. I thought they were going on after Rob, but I'll watch no. it tonight then. Because I don't have to be at work till the night. Ooh, lucky you. But ESPN, let's see how it plays out. Yeah. Our favorite, like, I, like, I think it's going to be one of those things. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of nervous because if we have to spend 60 bucks every month to do the show, it's going to be a rough ski. Yeah. I just, I think it's going to be one of those things that everybody thinks is going to be one thing and it's going to be another thing. Yeah. And they're, they're obviously trying new things. They're trying to figure out how to recapture some revenue. Um... Yeah, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. But, all right, the two biggest things, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, there were Hall of Fame rumors for, like, weeks that somehow we just never ended up talking about. I don't know how it kept slipping our minds, but 
At this point, one of the rumors has been confirmed. Oh, I mean, we're just kind of looking at a full class now. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, obviously, NWO and Big Dave are in, which I believe we talked about when they were actually announced. I think yes. we talked about those two. Yes, we, I know we talked about Dave. Um, so, we had talked. We probably had to talk about the NWO, too, because yeah. they're confirmed at the same time. Um, so, the Bellas were rumored, and at this point, they're confirmed. They're confirmed on SmackDown. Congratulations. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger is one of the names that was rumored with the Bellas. So, since the Bellas are confirmed, I'm assuming the Liger rumors. It was the same report. So. Yeah, so I'm assuming the Liger, which is really fucking cool. And I think that's I think it's something that you proposed when when, the, when we were talking about Liger on the episode after his retirement. You're like, will he go in the WWE Hall of Fame? And I said, I'd love to see him in it, but I don't think it would happen because of their relationship with New Japan, but... Hell, it looks like it's happening, so that's really... We're going to see fucking Liger step foot on the WrestleMania stage, which is going to be really fucking cool. You get a hell of a renovation. Yeah, it's, and I hope they give him a Hall of Fame shirt, because I'll buy it. Yeah, I would too. Um, I mean, good good on Vince for doing it. So that's really fucking... I wonder if... Uh, I, Vince... Vince, I wonder if it, I wonder if it was a Vince call or someone like proposed it to him. Because obviously Vince knows who Liger is because they, there's that iconic together. picture of of uh, Vince in the Tokyo Dome dugout pointing. <laughs> but I wonder if like Regal pitched it to him or something. Regal, Triple H. Yeah, I'm you know because I, I was even worked at NXT Takeover. Too. Funaki. Smackdown, number one announcer. I mean, what, if, what if Funaki has Vince's ear all the time? This is this is the person. He's the person that's booking everything. I love that fucking Funaki's a Packers fan. <laughs> He was wearing a pack and grabbed my ass. Oh, man. Grabbed my fucking ass. He did grab your ass. He did. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's good for Liger, but the big thing is the Bellas. Can I say something? Who the fuck cares? Did they deserve it? Yes. In my personal opinion, they deserve to be recognized more than they already are. But, like, you're, like, you're going to say, I'll leave that, I'll leave your take to you. Good for them. They were the divas of generation. Underrated. They they got they got wind of the stupid fans. Nikki was good. We saw Nikki have a great match with Ronda at main event. Brie Bella connected with the fans probably more than any diva I've ever seen. Wow, that's a in her first take. run though she was pretty big. That's an interesting take. And you can't say you can't say they fucked their way to the top. Brie Bella was a Brie Bella was a champion in the company before Daniel Bryan. Are we going to act like that butterfly belt meant something back then? Like, come on. Like, I'm not, trying no, to, I'm no, not even no. trying to disparage but, them. I'm just saying. No, no, like, no, no, no. no. I every underst- woman on the roster had that belt. I understand. Alicia Fox had it. Like, I, un- not, I understand where you're coming from. And I'm not trying to disparage the Bellas. I'm just she saying will go down in history as champion. Yeah, and I'm not saying. I'm not even trying to argue they did fuck their way to the top. I'm just saying the fact that you're making an argument that she was a champion in 2011 is not a great argument because everybody had that belt. That's true. It was okay. like fucking, they all but took turns past. Do you think it's going to be recognized outside? Because the Hall of Fame doesn't matter. We all right, that. so here's, here's where I'm going. I'm going to go on my usual Hall of Fame rant, then I'll answer your question. First of all, the Hall of Fame's a crock of shit. Who cares? There's no legitimate voting process. Vince just puts in whoever Vince feels like putting in. And who gives a fuck? Why are you getting mad over the Hall of Fame? Yeah, right. right. I will say this to answer your question. The Bellas were able to break out of the wrestling bubble and become mainstream superstars. I think anybody who's willing to do that obviously helped the WWE grow in pop- popularity. You you can't deny that Total Divas and Total Bellas brought new eyes to the WWE that would have never checked it out. Like The audience of the E! Network doesn't scream the WWE Universe to me. So you can't say that Total Bellas and Total Divas didn't bring new eyes to the WWE Universe. So I think from that perspective, being able to break out of the WWE bubble, become mainstream superstars. Like Give Divas a chance? If you... If you, like, go on the street and ask somebody if they know who Nikki Bella is, odds are they'll probably say yes. I mean, she was on Dancing with the Stars. 
Like, she was able to break out of that. Very, very few guys could break out of the WWE bubble. Out of the top of my head, Austin, Hogan, Rock, Cena. It's really any, how many others? Like, Macho Man. It, it, to an extent. I feel like everyone knows Macho Man because everyone watched wrestling in the 80s. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the Slim Jim commercials. Yeah, Slim Jim commercials. I'll throw Macho Man in there. But that's, like, a very exclusive list of guys who are able to, like, I love Kenny Omega. But if I go up to somebody like, hey, you know what Kenny Omega is? They're going to be like, no. And to be fair to, like, so I'm not just picking on AEW. If I go in the streets and ask someone if they know who Seth Rollins is, they'll probably say no, too. So the Bellas are able to break out of that wrestling bubble and literally become mainstream superstars and brought new eyes to the WWE product. So for that reason, I would say, yeah, they deserve it. Yes, and they're also Eagles fans. Well, then they should just, I mean, they should be exodiated from the Hall They should be the exalted ones. Yes, they should be fucking booted from the Hall of Fame and never allowed in again. But so Big Dave, absolutely, you know. And if you're taking this as a serious thing, Big Dave, absolutely. Uh, NWO, of course. Bella's, we both said yes. If you have a problem with I mean, them, we're taking this seriously, Liger has to be a no because he won one match in WWE. You're right. But, but don't take this seriously. It's no. fucking the Hall of Fame. It's a chance. And you know what? If the Hall of Fame means something to the Bellas, don't fucking tear them down. Yeah, like, like who the, cares? Did they, it's not like they didn't work hard for it. It's the fucking WWE Hall of Fame. It's not Cauliflower Alley. It's not the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. If you want to be mad at those Hall of Fames, which have legitimate voting processes, processes or processes? Processes. Processes. Go be mad at that. That's perfectly fine. But literally, the WWE Hall of Fame, Vince McMahon put his fucking limo driver in. Like, James Dudley's in the Hall of Fame. He's fucking Vince's, basically, assistant and limo driver. So, it's whoever Vince wakes up and decides to put in. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, so what are we missing? Probably one guy in the Warrior Award, right? Well, we didn't talk about Davey yet. Davey's Oh. Davey's... You said you were going to melt down about this one, so... Why? I don't... Like, like you said, it doesn't matter, but I do not understand the hype for Davey Boy fucking Smith. I do not get it. He was a good wrestler at best. Now, I, I drive an ice cream truck. If I break my back and overdose two years later, am I going to the Ice Cream Hall of Fame? No, I'm good at my job, and that's it. He was... My counter-argument would be, and I'm not... I hate fucking having to argue for Hall of Fame because I, you know how I feel about it. Yeah. But he was an integral part of the golden age of wrestling. As, part of the, as a part of the British Bulldogs. Well, there's reasons that Dynamite's not going in. Yes, but like as a singles wrestler, Davey, no. Put but, my fucking tilde in before them. But you could include his tag team accolades in his singles. Like, I just obviously I, Dynamite can't go in for re- like we know his past. You know the type of guy. Like, so you know what I mean. Maybe if he could, it would be the Bulldogs. And not just- I just I just don't get the heart. I just I people's obsession with the hearts and it blows my fucking mind. Blows my mind. They're proud Canadians. But it's not the Canadians that doing it. Everybody's like, oh, Bret Hart's the best wrestler of all time. Right, suck my cock. No, uh, it was uh, Bret Hart. I you know my problems with him. Good. I, I don't know your problems at Bret Hart. Good wrestler at a time where there wasn't many would just be you know, Sami Zayn nowadays. <laughs> that's that's an extremely hot take. You know what I mean? Like you, that's, If he's wrestling now, is he as good as he was then? Probably, because he has better guys to work with now. Uh, I just don't think he was outstanding. It was He was a different kind of wrestler. In a, now, would he be a top guy at this? Probably yes. not. He'd probably be in the mid-card. But he would be just as like, good of a wrestler. As good of a wrestler is who's a better wrestler, Seth Rollins or him? Probably Bret Hart. Like, just technical, like, complete package Seth Rollins because he has more charisma. He could cut a better promo. He's not a cunt. Come on, stop it. But, like, just technical between the ropes. Bret Hart is probably a better wrestler than Seth Rollins. Mm, never understood it. 
Brett was able to get over without doing flippy shit. And I'm not saying doing flippy shit is wrong, but Brett Hart I was, think that's what you're saying. Brett Hart was able to, like, they called him the excellence of execution because he was able to take a very simple moveset and get it over. And I think that's... I just don't care for him too much. I like, just... I always say that, like, people, people, like, my, like, people say, like, people in WWE are watered down. I think if you can be successful in WWE, it makes you an even better wrestler than if you could be successful without any restrictions. I agree. Because there's handcuffs in WWE. If you can be successful despite the handcuffs... If you can be the complete package. Yeah, so, like, that's... And Brett was. Mm. Like, even... He, we could, we could, we'd both agree that he's not the most charismatic guy ever, but even you'd have to admit his heel promos in 97 were outstanding. That was the only time I ever enjoyed him. Yeah, it was, so, like, I don't... I don't understand what your gripe with Brett is. But. I also think he's an asshole. But Well, that's a different story. But that's about it. Now, WrestleMania matches. Okay. So, the SmackDown side of WrestleMania is in shambles. And if I've never, if that doesn't accurately describe SmackDown, I don't know what does. So, Dave Meltzer reported that John Cena will no longer be facing Elias. Roman Reigns will no longer be facing The Fiend. And that Goldberg is now in the WrestleMania plans. That's all he said. He didn't say who they'd all be facing. But using deductive reasoning, that would lead me to believe that John Cena's facing The Fiend and Goldberg's facing Roman. Because if Goldberg's... I mean, if Roman's not facing The Fiend and Cena's not facing Elias, but and Goldberg's in the plans, that's the only combination that's really left, right? Yeah, unless Goldberg faces Elias, which I don't foresee. I, yeah, I think, Eli- <laughs> I think Elias is relegated to the Geek Battle Royal. So, what do you, what do you think? Do you, do you like the idea of... Berg versus Roman and Fiend versus Cena? I do, actually. I so, do. So what do you do with the title? Do you put the title on Goldberg and then have Roman beat Goldberg for the title? Do you keep the title on the Fiend and have Cena going for number 17 against arguably the hottest character in WWE? Yes. You do? I have him lose. Well, yeah, Cena can't win. The Fiend can't, yeah. the Fiend can't lose to Cena. Yeah, again. <laughs> well, I feel like the Fiend and Bray Wyatt are too... I, I don't consider Bray Wyatt's past losses against the Fiend... Yeah, because they're like two different people. You're right. That's like saying Randy Orton be Husky Harris, so the Fiend needs to go get revenge. Like, but I think the I think you know the idea of spear versus spear is good, is good. Especially like if you want if you if you're, if you're a wrestling fan, you want Roman anywhere near the anywhere near the title. This is your fucking dream. But see, I think they want to fucking get this title on Roman without facing the backlash of Roman beating the Fiend. But. I think the backlash of Goldberg beating The Fiend would almost be worse. Yeah, it has to be worse. Like, like I, I wouldn't put it past him to doing it. And no, it, I wouldn't. I, nor would I necessarily hate it. I don't think The Fiend needs a title, but... I don't think he does either, but literally the only time he's ever lost... Find a better way to get it off him. The only time he's ever lost is he got fucking hit in the head with a sledgehammer multiple times, and he didn't even get beat. The ref just stopped the match. So, like, how the fuck do you beat, like... I mean, Goldberg did just spear him twice and smack down like a geek. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what Unless they're doing. Unless you let him. I don't know what they're doing. I don't either. But I think Cena versus Bray, Cena going the ultimate good versus evil, seven, going for 17, the promos would be amazing. The, the, that, that six to eight week build would be fantastic. I will say, I think calling off the Roman Fiend match is a good idea because. Roman is kind of like, yeah, he's still being booed by some people, but he's kind of like gotten out of that everybody hates Roman phase. But if he beat the Fiend, I could see them all oh, turning yeah. on him real quick. Uh, yeah. So I think calling out Fiend and Roman, as it's probably the right call. But like, you booked yourself. 
See, I think they were never going to put the title on The Fiend, but then the fans fucking lost their shit after Hell in a Cell, so they're like, all right, we'll put the title on him. Now they're like, well, fuck, how we get the title off this guy? They, like, booked themselves into a corner because everyone was mad about the Hell in a Cell finish, but that's also their fault because if The Fiend was never going to the title, they should have never booked him in a title match. Yes. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's still their fault, but I feel like they booked themselves into a corner even more now, and maybe they just figure Goldberg beating The Fiend at Saudi Arabia... I, that's I don't know, or maybe they want to do Cena going for seventeen against the Fiend. Because I also think the build the match probably won't be great, but the build will be fantastic. Yeah, that's I think that's where the money is. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's just oh, and John Cena still a shooter. We didn't even talk about the fucking women's match has changed. Originally it was gonna be Bailey and Sasha. Then it was gonna be Bailey and Naomi. Now apparently it's Bailey and Lacey Evans at WrestleMania. Oh God! And like, I was so high on Lacey Evans. And then she had the match with Bailey at Royal Rumble, and it was just awful. It was just a bad match. And now I don't want to see Lacey Evans anywhere near that title at WrestleMania. Reportedly, that's the reason why Naomi's getting the title shot at Super Showdown, because they're going to do Lacey Evans on, at Mania now. I don't know if you watch SmackDown, but Lacey Evans said that she's going to find her way into the chamber, which is interesting because it's a Raw match and she's on SmackDown. I was talking about this the other night with somebody. So I don't know if she's going to fucking, like, assault some... I don't know if she's going to assault Sarah Logan, because I'm like, why the fuck is Sarah Logan in this match? They're doing a third chamber? I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't think they're doing... I don't think there's enough women to do a SmackDown chamber. I don't know who SmackDown are other than Lacey and... Lacey, Sasha... Sasha. Who's Naomi. Who, who Sasha's a missing Carmella. person. Carmella. Sasha's a picture in the back of a milk carton recently. Well, apparently she's dealing with a bum ankle, so... Yeah. That's why... I think... I don't know. Like, it's just like, I don't... I wish Lacey Evans was a better worker because she would be money as a babyface if she could work. Yep. But I think they called her up from NXT too quick. Me too. They should have... I mean, then again, that character is made for the main roster and isn't made for NXT at all. Much like Elias is. Much like Elias and EC3 and, like, those characters are just main roster characters. EC3 is a top guy character, if you ask me. I know you're being sarcastic, but... I don't know, like, SmackDown's just in shambles, and, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, I just don't know how to fix it either. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta explore that, how to fix SmackDown. State, state of SmackDown. This, it's bad. I, That's the state of SmackDown address. It's bad. Um, but, yeah, like, what do, what, do you, what do you think of all these, like, it's, we're six weeks out, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's yeah. a scary thought. I mean, the Raw side pretty, is, seems pretty sure up. We know we're gonna get Shayna and Becky. We know we're going to get uh, Charlotte and Rhea. I know that's technically an NXT match, but Charlotte's on Raw. So we know we're going to get uh, Drew and uh, Brock. We know we're probably going to get Seth and KO, whether it's in a tag match or singles of some form. So the Raw side seems pretty sure up, which is Raw's been great lately, so I'm not surprised. But SmackDown, man, I was so excited for the Fox move, and it's just been bad. It's been bad, 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 bad stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. We'll do a st- state of SmackDown episode. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on anything? No, no. But I do think Cena should go after seventeen because if you need a championship, tell him to get a Tony. Oh yeah, if you want a championship, you could go to ProMBelts.com. Use our promo code TBT fifteen off. They have great championship belts for whatever the occasion may be. Um, maybe you got an injury prone quarterback and you want a title belt to celebrate the one Super Bowl you'll get in your lifetime. <laughs> place to go and i get water bottle chucked at me philadelphia eagles fans don't get your fucking panties in the bunch i'm just busting balls i don't think carson Wentz is injury prone it's just funny to bust mike's balls just like i do about ben simmons and mb 
I'm just being a prick, so don't fucking take what I say serious. And if you want, a, if you want a championship of being a prick, they have that too. Absolutely. I don't think Embiid's injury prone because he got fucking railed by a fucking three hundred pound black man. Rethink your alerts. I know what I said. Okay, continue. Um, so Prime Belts is the place to go for all your custom championship belt needs. Once again, the promo code is TBT fifteen off, and they made the Turnbuckle Topics pro, uh, championship belt. And it's beautiful. So, Prime Belts is the place to go. TBT, 15 off, save you 15%. Go there right now. What are you waiting for? So, we've come to a conclusion. We're pretty sure it's Evil Uno. I told you that from the beginning. Because he's, cause he's fat. He is, he is fat, but I didn't think it was him. But I, we're pretty sure it was someone on the AW roster. And I went through the AW roster. And Evil Uno is the fattest man I could find that's also a, a good worker. Him and Jericho. It, it, we didn't roll out Jericho. But I feel like Jericho, you'd probably go the alcoholic route rather than the fat route. I usually go both. <laughs> usually do say the fat alcoholic. So, we have come to the conclusion that we think it is uh, Chris Jerebko, brother of Jonas Jerebko. Or Evil Uno. Or Evil Uno. Most likely Evil Uno. But now, with that... <laughs> I like how you try sneaking that in there. <laughs> He is pretty fat. He is pretty fat. But it is time for the War Report, brought to you by Manscaped. Something you can use if you're fat or skinny. <laughs> yeah, and they just introduced the Lawnmower 3.0, which is their brand new trimmer. Um, it is the perfect trimmer for your needs. It has a brand new blade, cutting edge blade, to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Um, they've upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with QuietStruck technology. It has an LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trim. And if you use the Lawnmower 2.0, it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade with a new skin-safe technology. Battery lasts you up to 90 minutes. Um, it has a sleek charging stand. It's powered by USB dock. You can show. I love this charging stand. It's right on my dresser. It's to, show, to show all my peers. It's super convenient. Like it you is. Can just fucking. It's, you've got a light on now, so you're not digging into the caverns of. It's like the little fucking fish that's in the deep waters with the yes, light on its head. And I love it because you can just see where you're going so you don't miss a single follicle when you're trimming your nuts. You know what? I would love to tell you a manscaping story, but I don't have any anymore. Yeah, Manscaped has made it so easy for to get me everything, take care of everything down there so easily. Yeah. And to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, mainly gentlemen, the trees look bigger when you, when you, when you, when you trim the hedges around it, right? Yeah. So get yourself... Some Manscaped today. The, Tell mushroom, them how the mushroom is more impressive out of the dirt. Yes. So what you're going to do is you want to go to manscaped.com. Use promo code. I almost forgot the promo code, but it's Turnbuckle. Uh, use promo code Turnbuckle. That'll get you 20% off in free shipping. Trim that junk of yours. Once again, that promo code is Turnbuckle. That'll get you 20% off in free shipping at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you. So with that being said, let's move on to week number 19. Of the Wednesday Night War, as always, we will start alphabetically with, with AEW. Um, we started off with the Tag Team Battle Royal, and I gotta say, I hated this match at the beginning. Um, the fucking this mess, this match, what there was too 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 many teams in it. This match was a fucking disaster. The fucking for like five minutes. The the I, the dive spot at the beginning with the double dive hated where everybody. It. I'm not a fan of those kind of spots. And then they caught. Then they caught. Uh, and Helico, yeah, or Evans, which one? I don't. I hate them and I hate their gear. 
But uh, you hate the you hate the name too. You went on a rant about the name. Yeah, what's their fucking name? The Hybrid Two. Oh my god, a punch right in the dick. That's the thing <laughs> you want to do. Why but do you hate that? I believe so he much? weighs more than who did the first dive. I'm not sure. I I don't even remember. But he weighed more than that person, and they caught him and just tucked him out of the ring. Yeah, it was good comedy. It was a wacky spot. Yeah, it was. Just, um, but the first half of this match was just a disaster. So when WWE does tag team battle royals, they usually do the if one partner is eliminated, the entire team's eliminated. Do you prefer that? Do you prefer the AEW concept of both I guys? The AEW both guys having okay. Me too, um, because the the moment at the end with uh, the Buck having to fight off the odds, I really the end of this match is awesome. I love the fucking Guevara super kick. He fucking planted him right in the. Thought he tore his ACL. Yeah, he he, he went straight Shinsuke. Yeah. It was, I don't know if it was better than the Shelton Benjamin Shawn Michaels one. Was not sorry, but it was it was up there. Yeah, it's it was, up there. It it's up not there. better than that one. That one's fantastic. That came out of nowhere. So the Dark Order sat in the crowd with Raven behind them for some reason, and they they recruited every they tried to recruit every team that got eliminated, including handing Shima a mask, and he thought about it. Shima was in the match, though. He was just he was just watching his boys, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was watching the Stronghearts. When they were walking to the back, he offered Shima specifically a mask, yes. and Shima thought about it. So I don't. Well, he took the mask and he like left. Yes, yes. I don't know why they're trying to recruit all the losers. Like you think they'd want the winners? But that's what you want. If you're a loser, you're down on your time. I guess that is. Join their, the dark order. I guess that is their deal. I'm a loser and I joined. <laughs> you think you joined? They're just using you. <laughs> that fat bastard wanted me to hang up his flyers, and you didn't do it. No, one no, I didn't do it. No one ever wanted. Like I don't get a ceremony. I don't get. I don't get a call. Like what the fuck? Maybe once you get a fucking, you're the president of the fucking Piston chapter. No, I, I swear to God, they, I was the pity fucker of the Dark Order. Because they did not accept me forever, and then they sent me the most vague email of all time. Did you send them a headshot? I didn't. No, I should have. They sent you right in. I would have worn a mask. <laughs> we got to find you a fucking evil Luna mask. You know they'll make them. I'm pretty sure my mask guy probably already has one up. Probably. You should be evil Luna for Halloween. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I should. Yes, you should. Wear a suit. I'll be Stu Grayson. I'll fuck. I hate painting my face, but I'll paint my face like Stu Grayson. I don't. I'm not. Co- I'm not being bald though. Uh, that's where I draw the line. I'll shave you. I'll shave your head. I don't need you shaving me at all. You can do it yourself with Manscaped. Absolutely. Promo code turnbuckle. But the end of this match with uh, both with both members of the I almost called them LAX of Proud and Powerful, and uh, it was Matt Jackson, right? Or was it Nick? I thought it was Matt. Yes, it was Matt. It was Matt. Yeah, I thought it was Matt too. But I just wanted the to better sure. one gets eliminated early. I wanted to give Matt the shine, I guess. I don't know. But I thought he did great in his role here. Um, although I don't like how he got hit with their finish, the street sweeper. And then they chucked him over the top rope and somehow he was able to fucking yeah. hang on. But, you know. Yeah, well, he got right up. Yeah. That was the problem. And yeah. Ten seconds later, he's super kicking people. And uh, who did Dark Order eliminate? SCU? Oh, yeah. SCU. Because uh, the whole thing is they're teasing Daniels yeah. as the exalted one because he wasn't out there. Two random creepers jumped in and uh, eliminated SCU. No, it was Reynolds and Silver. They were in the match. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. They they have the weird thing where they come out without the masks when they put the masks on it during the match. That's very strange. Yeah. Didn't who didn't Al Snow's one gimmick used to do that? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it was a Shinobi, I think. Probably. Or Avatar. One of, I think it was Avatar. What was, was Al Snow? What? No, Head's the exalted one. That'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. That'd be money. So Cody, Brandy, and Pharaoh are shown arriving to the arena. <laughs> um, I don't know if I should give them credit for just scrapping the Nightmare Collective out of nowhere, but 
It's I done. mean, at least, yeah. It's over? They should have gotten rid of it, but, like, tell us something. Tell us why. So. Up next. We have Shayna and Chris Statlander. Um, My all-time favorite Jim Ross moment is in this match. Yeah. Do you, he, know, what I, do you know what I'm saying? So, like, he asked Excalibur to explain Chris Statlander's gimmick. And he immediately regretted these decisions <laughs> because with a straight face in such a serious voice, Excalibur gave a perfect like explanation of what planet she was from, her spaceship crashed crash yeah, in Area 51. And Jim was like, oh, God damn it. And, <laughs> and, Jim, and Jim Ross immediately regretted asking. <laughs> he immediately said, uh, I'm sorry I asked. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, Excalibur sucks. So, the match was fine. It was a decent match. It was nothing to write home about. Not at all. But Statlander's finisher is called The Big Bang Theory, which is the worst television show of all time. But the finisher's cool. Good name finisher. But it's the worst fin- is the worst television show of all time. So I mean, we were talking about two television shows here, and I agree with you on one of them, and I'm not going to say which one. The Big Bang Theory sucks. I hate anyone who likes that show. Okay, cool. Go Sheldon Cooper is not funny. Oh, go fuck yourself. I heard Young Sheldon's all right, though. It is funny, because he narrates it. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. Okay, so up next. This match was just weird. Did Nobody looked good in this match, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, we got the match that you wanted to talk about. We should mention that uh, Britt Baker was out there doing her thing. She handed, she handed Shivani a... She, you know, she's, she's impressing me. She's getting more comfortable by the week. Yeah, she, she handed Shivani a Starbucks cup that's, with, his, with his name is spelled wrong. Tony, T O N E I. I think I think turning her heel was like. It's she should let her go a little bit. Too, she should you know? have probably been a heel from the first place because she just didn't seem comfortable as a babyface. Well, she didn't see someone with a heel at first either, but she's coming more comfortable. Yeah, but it's easier to be like if you're if you're inexperienced, it's easier to be a heel. Yeah, it's easier to be an asshole because than a it's hero. it's it's easy to get people to hate you. It's hard to get people to like you. So like, yeah, if you're just. Like, as green as she is, being a heel is probably the way they should have gotten in the first place. But, yeah, she's on the right track now. We'll see how far it goes. Up next is something I know you want to talk about. Something that you vehemently did not like. It is John Moxley taking on Jeff Cobb. I thought it was alright. Um, the best part of this best part about this match is Darby Allen at the end. Yeah, but like, why does why does music why did his music come out? <laughs> That's a statement. <laughs> okay, sorry, this is bad radio, but <laughs> Terry, man, <laughs> is it that funny? Is it really that funny? Look at me and tell me that's not a hilarious sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, that, that's that's okay. Back to being professional here. Uh, hated it. I hated this. It wasn't it wasn't Eddie's particular good match. Cobb got almost zero shine. You buried yeah, him in Moxley, his first fucking match. Moxley got a lot more offense than I expected him to get. Yeah, I will say that you buried. He lost his first fucking match. You you buried him in the process. The finish was terrible. I hate that finish. You buried the fucking superplex. I hate that finish. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm not gonna argue with you. I I just I just did, just did nothing for Cobb or Moxley. I just you know 
with Cobb not officially signed, you can't put him over your... Well, Moxley can't lose anyway. He's fucking challenging for the world title. That being said, why did you book the match? This match should have never happened. I know. I agree I agree with that. But they did book the match. Like you, so, you, 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 a week ago, Jeff Cobb was a monster, and now you fucking buried him. I... You buried him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're always the one who like want, makes the differential between losing a match and being buried. I don't think Jeff but Cobb's dead in the water. I think he, 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 he was a bounty hunter last week and he lost his first match. You know how quick, you know how you know how terrible Star Wars would be if Boba Fett just got killed in his first Dog, fucking. Dog doesn't always get his man in the first episode. Sometimes it's a part two. Because international money look like a geek. I'm sorry, you look like a fucking geek. And I, I, this, this you buried him. You buried his. You buried his character for three the three to six months of this company. But nobody will care because the crowd eats up everything they do. I'm sorry. This was bad. It was a bad idea. It was... Shouldn't have done it. At least have him win. Win by DQ. And not get his ass kicked after the match. I will say... By, uh, by Darby Allen. I will say this match... No, Darby Allen's a star. I have no problem with that. I will say this match showed me why Taz should be on commentary full time. He's very, he's very well. I mean, and Cobb is just Taz, right? <laughs> and Rhino, apparently. Yeah, uh, Cobb is just Taz, right? He, he he wrestles like Taz. Yeah, suplexes people like Taz. When when Cobb was Matanza in uh, Lucha Underground, a lot of people compared him to Taz. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying, like Taz was great on commentary in this match. Yeah, he should be. He was fantastic. He should be out there full time. Yes, he should. Um, and they were heading that way, I don't know. But yeah, at the end, Darby Allen made the save again. Huge pop, though. S- still can't talk because he had a skateboard shoved through his larynx like three weeks ago. Larynx? Yeah. It's larynx. Like, it's in the throat. It's, it's, it's also called the larynx. And it's the Dr. Seuss creature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the Lorax, but... Uh, <laughs> Same shit. No. You know, I know you're the big Dr. Seuss mark, so... I, mean, I am a Dr. Seuss mark. You're getting your Dr. Seuss sleeve? I am getting a Dr. Seuss sleeve. When? Soon. Yeah? I'm too fat for it right now. Me, much like Evil Luna, or it's too fat. I bet Evil Luna has a back tattoo. He absolutely was. It definitely says I Heart Mom or something. Or I Heart, you see those I Heart AEW shirts? If I ever saw someone wearing that shirt. Well, you know, like 20% of the profit goes like the Atlanta Heart Institute thing. Well, you could, you could have told me that before that. No, I finished your thought. I'm curious. If you ever well, saw if that, if that shirt was made independently without any charity ambition, uh, attribution to it, I'm slapping you if you saw it. But if, there, if there's a charity attribution behind it, I'm okay. I will say I'd rather just donate however much twenty percent of the profits are to the charity than buy that shirt. Yeah, I like. I want you to kick me in the face if you ever receive me that shirt. But I don't. Know, all the all the guys in social media were posting pictures of them in the shirt, like plugging the charity thing. Pentagon's picture in that shirt is fucking hysterical. It's Pentagon with his fucking painted face and his mask and an I Heart AEW shirt. <laughs> Go on his Twitter; it's worth a laugh. I will. Um, speaking of Pentagon, he's up next. Uh, the Lucha but yeah, the bad match, very bad match, bad booking by, by terrible creative. I see what you did there. I did do that. Though. I didn't hate it as much as you did. Jericho Jericho got out of the ring before Moxley got a hold of him, which was the only good part of the fucking show. I, of the fucking show? Of the, show, of the match. Okay, I was going to say, Jesus. Um, I didn't hate it as much as you did. I definitely see your point, but it's kind of like The Fiend and Seth Rollins and Hell in a Cell. They just shouldn't have booked it. But if they did book it, and I criticized that, too. They booked themselves into a fucking corner. Yes. Just, I don't understand why he got no offense in and lost his first match. So, the Lucha Brothers taking on Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. I hate this tag division. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to say this without making it sound like I hate it. Like, I hate No, it. you know what? Please try, even... find the words for me, too. No, like... <sighs> why, if the Lucha Brothers are just going to... 
lose tag matches every week? Why don't you just make them singles, guys? I just I just thought, like, can we follow fucking rules of wrestling in these matches, please? It's not even that. I, the, ref, the, ref, the ref was an asshole. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't count. There were, everybody was in the ring always. Like, was Rick Knox the ref of this match? I he don't was. Know. Oh, of course. He no, 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 he wasn't. Okay, he wasn't? The other guy was. I don't know his name. It's not, not Rick Knox. But uh, I just, nobody counted anything. He didn't count. Everybody was in the ring always. Pentagon tagged him in the middle of the fucking ring, which I hate. Like, go, go get some chocolate milk and go fuck yourself, pal. But uh, they had this talk about with Jericho, and nothing's changed. They had these 20-minute high-spot matches that I'm sorry, I'm starting to lose interest in very quickly, and I like all the talent involved. I love the match. I don't know why. I don't know why they did. They, they did the hangman hits Kenny thing again without without. If that's gonna be the breakup, he just did it twice of being fine. I, I don't understand why they did that. I mean, this match was fine. It was good. I love every person in there. But good lord, can we put together a fucking match like a match we'll oh, do so together. You love Kenny now. As a wrestler, yes. You've, had, you've said some very harsh things about Mr. Omega. I I I, I see. It's it's hard because I enjoy him, but I don't think he's all that fantastic. If that Fair makes any enough. sense. I love this match, you know, like, I, we have this talk every week, like, I go into AEW knowing they're not going to follow the rules of tag team wrestling, and I just, like, suspend my disbelief and I enjoy it. But there's some people that can't do that, and that's alright, like, I understand that it drives you crazy. Oh, it drives me crazy when one of the Lucha Brothers tags in the middle of the ring. I don't know why, you know what I mean, like, I'm a pretty passive guy. And I, yeah, that, that has been your big stickler, they've done it, like, four times, and every time you've melted down. Oh, it drives me fucking crazy. But that's what they do in Mexico, it's literally what they do in Mexico. Well, guess what, we're not fucking in Mexico! <laughs> They have cartels and shit there. We don't have them there. We got cartels here. Should we stop it? We definitely have cartels here. Yeah, that's true. I tried to think of something they have there without they don't have here. They have Mexico City. We don't have that. We don't. We don't have. We have New Mexico. We have New Mexico. I mean, yeah, you're right. But it's just, good lord, like could, could just put a stop to it. And all these matches are like twenty three fucking minutes. Oh, good God almighty. I mean, I could watch these guys wrestle for 30 minutes every week. I'm not but it's the same match them. every week. It, they don't want you to care. They, 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 I lost interest because all the matches are the exact same. Every single one. Every one. Like the one last week. is the same match as this, and I liked both of them. But can we please just put together a tag match where every tag team is not equally as good as each other, please? Makes no sense. Well, that's why it's especially the best tag record, division in the world. Especially if, especially if rec- records are going to matter. You can't everybody be five fucking hundred. I'm sorry. It's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And how I'm the only person seeing it, I don't know. Huh? Like I said, I definitely see it. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me because I know what I'm, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I, I would love it not to bother me. I know what I'm going to get. It does. It's like, it's like. Like, I don't know. I just suspend my disbelief. I don't know. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was and good. people have the fucking gall to say this is better than everything else out there. Well, this is not even a match. I don't like people tagging in the middle of the ring. Can we just, just follow the rules and have someone win in nine minutes, for God's sakes? How do you feel about backslap tags? <laughs> I'm serious, because if you're, if you're going to be a fucking stickler on the rules, every company is backslap, ta- backslap tags, and technically those are illegal. They're 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 dumb, but not as dumb. Okay. If that makes any sense. I was just curious in your opinion. I just kind of learned to live with them because they don't they don't they're not as egregious as tagging in from inside the ring to me. Like like shake the fucking indie man. You're wrestling on Turner in front of nearly a million people. Just 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 shake the indie, which is company which we we said that's the first thing they do and they haven't done. But I think people kind of like the indie. But it's not. But they're not going to grow a fan base like that. 
I see, like that's the thing. Are there casual fans out there anymore? I think the definition of casual fan has changed, but I think there is people that fall in that new division. Like I don't know. I it to be to be successful, you got to be an alternative, and what they're doing, whether it's pure in the rules or not is an alternative like you're not gonna see that match on wwe it just drives me nuts i know like it just drives me fucking nuts it's certainly not for everyone like but it's an alternative like i could i'm gonna watch raw and i'm not gonna see a match like i saw with the lucha brothers against hangman and kenny and that's cool like there's different strokes for different folks i like the wrestling i'll see on raw and i like the AEW stuff too it's like ice cream i like all the flavors it's just fix it just fix it Noise the hell out of me. And right. here we go. The main event. So the first ever steel cage match in AEW. First, I got to ask, what did you think of the look of the cage? I loved it. I liked it. I thought it looked menacing. It looked, it looked dangerous. I don't know how big it was, but it looked like it towered. O- it looked like it towered over the WWE cages, whether it did or not. And I think it was just like. See, I think I think it's the same size. But I think their the big ring- corner. I think it was the big corner yeah. pillars too. Yeah. Like, just like that big corner beams made it look so much bigger than it was. Like, Cody fucking doing that moonsault off it looked like he was fucking falling out of the sky. Um, and supposedly he banged up his foot a little bit on that, so that's... Yeah, no, he he, he over-rotated just a little bit. I thought Wardlow did a great job catching him, though. He did. Um, and you know where you could tell Wardlow was green, but Cody, Cody hit it. Yeah, and, like, it was Wardlow threw him around, Cody made a comeback, and Cody won. It didn't go too long. It did not, thank it, God. It, they did, they... they Pretty much, pretty much went as perfectly as you could want it to go. Yeah, he got the, he got the moment in his whole town. He got the he got the flashbulb moment. Maybe this will be unpopular, but I thought the the Arn callback to the Dusty to throw in the cage and Dusty's head was a little corny. It was, and because like little, nobody expected him to slam the head on Cody. Doesn't door. fit anywhere. Everyone knew he was gonna fight. It seemed like nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, which Cody loves. Yeah, and I get it. Like when your dad is the, I don't know if you, did you watch his speech after. Yeah, like, like obviously he loves Atlanta. He loves what his dad meant to that place, so I get why Cody put that in the match. But it just seemed like nostalgia for nostalgia. And he got sake. his Atlanta moment. I don't think a single person thought that Arn was going to slam that door on Cody's head. I think everyone knew he was going to turn it on MJF's head, but that's nitpicking if there was nitpicking. So overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great as an angle. Um, as a pure wrestling match, it was fine, but it was meant to be more of an angle than a pure wrestling match. So. It was great. I thought I thought this was the most important moment in Dynamite history. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a very young history. We're, t- <laughs> we're 19 weeks in. No, I agree with you. But this was the most... This was like... They couldn't... This had to succeed, and it did. Yes, true. You couldn't, you couldn't put this in a main event, especially putting a new talent in there. And it'll be... Warlow surprised me. He was, he's green, but Cody had it. This was good storytelling. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the black and yellow brand, NXT. Coming off of NXT TakeOver Portland, this is the first show after. Um, the opener was Jordan Devlin taking on Leo Rush. This match was fucking awesome. Yeah, this was unbelievable. Um, he is so fast, Yeah, Leo Rush is. And Jordan Devlin, I keep getting further and further on the bandwagon every week. He's fucking so good. Uh like his, I think Jordan Devlin could be a top guy in this company. Maybe that's just me overreacting. No, there's definitely something about him. He's got. I, like, I think I kind of get the same feeling with Angel Garza. Yeah, he's got a he's got like a charisma. This, this about weird, him. just just this aura about him that yeah makes you want to do good. Um, 
Leo Rush, you got to commend the guy when, like, what, eight months ago, he was, everyone thought he was going to get released because he had a shitty attitude. Came back, won the NXT Cruiserweight title, dropped it, didn't complain a peep about it, and keeps putting on good matches. Uh, nothing but respect for Leo Rush. I'd like to see him get another shot uh, on the main roster as a manager because I thought that role... he was great. But he's also great in the Cruiserweight division, so I'd like to see him possibly do both, but... Up next, Austin Theory comes out to make his entrance, but... This was weird. Tommaso Ciampa comes out and says, not tonight. Austin Theory pushes the issue, and then Tommaso Ciampa completely whoops his ass. And now tomorrow, it'll be Ciampa versus Austin Theory. I had mixed feelings about this because I think Theory is going to be a big star. Yeah, it was a weird sacrifice. But I think he's not going to be a big star for like a couple years to come, and by the time he is a big star, no one will even remember this. So I don't think it's, like, that big of a deal, but it was just... I guess they don't want to do it to a complete geek, so they... Yeah, I mean, you, you are you are probably... He's probably the top guy in the company other than Cole, right? In NXT, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, you're feeding, you're feeding a monster, but there's one thing I like about this that I really, really like about this. They yeah. didn't lazily book this. This chop bugger, you know, he's like, he didn't... He's, he's more mad at himself... For not seeing for not seeing Johnny's with Johnny's turn. Yeah, he explained. He's like, I should have saw it coming. The timing of a tag reunion didn't make sense, but I did it because I had my guard let down. I had the blinders on, and it'll never happen again. And the only way I'll sure it'll, I'll ensure it'll never happen again is if Johnny Gargano leaves NXT. So are they building to like a loser leaves NXT? Because that's weird. Because I don't think either of those guys would do well in the main roster. I mean. Chopper already said he's not going to the main roster because I mean, he, he can't handle the schedule. I think they, they, they know that, too. And I love Johnny Gargano. He's a tremendous wrestler. But I just think him on the main roster is death. Yeah, I agree. There's not even 205 Live you can send Unless him to Unless he plans on taking, like, six months off. Yeah, I guess. You could always come back. but Yeah, it's, that's wrestling here. I don't know. It's, I'm interested to see where they go. A lot of people think there's going to be a Hell in a Cell match to take over Tampa between Chopper and Gargano. That's kind of the rumor that's floating around. That'll be awesome. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what comes of it. Up next, the Grizzled Young Vections are apparently making the move to NXT America. Good decision. NXT America needs tag teams. They are a great tag team. Their match they had in the Dusty Final against the Broserweights was fantastic. Um, Zach Gibson is great on the microphone. He knows how to control a, control a, cra- control a crowd. Easy for me and to say. And their shoes. And their shoes. Because if you hate Gibson, take your shoes off. If you hate Gibson, take your shoes off. I think it's shoes off of A. Gibson, but fuck it. Anyway. Yeah, it is. It is. But. Um, and James Drake is a nice little complimentary piece to Gibson. Gibson's the star of the team, but James Drake carries his, more than carries his weight. Um, They're cool together. They they took on the random team of Rel Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. And, yeah. The Young mesh. Vets got a win. It was to introduce them to the NXT America audience because God knows... Half the people that are watching the show don't watch NXT UK. Yeah. So the GYV. But they, I mean, couldn't they do a better way? I mean, beating up cruiserweights is not like not exactly the way I would establish them, but they'll be fine. I mean, that's kind of the reason why they're moving to NXT America because what tag teams are there? You that's know what true. I mean? That's true. Like to fucking fill a Dusty Rhodes classic, they had to steal four teams from NXT UK and bring back Alex Shelley, or bring in Alex Shelley. I shouldn't say bring back; he was never there. But you know what I mean? It's just. Up next, my favorite team in the entire world, the Broserweights. Um, I think they're the most entertaining thing going on in NXT right now. They are so fucking good. 
Um, they, Lurkin and Birch sighting. Yeah, Honey Lurkin and Danny Birch challenged them. Um, they worked their ass off to make Riddle and Pete Dunne look even better than they already are. And Riddle got Riddle fucking got the win. And he acted like he just won the titles all over again. He was so excited to defeat Danny, Ber- Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan. So, good for them. I yeah. love the Broserweights. Yes. Uh, I would like to see them go to takeover, huh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Those two teams. Up next, Keith Lee comes out. He's about to cut a promo, but when Kona Reeves interrupts. I haven't, we haven't seen Kona Reeves in quite a while. I haven't seen Kona Reeves since the video of Al's getting taken out. Yeah. Well, I think he's been on the show since then, but he just has been many memorable appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Keith Lee pretty much kills him in seconds. And then Daishikova comes out and says they aren't done. <coughs> Excuse me. And they're really going with these two again. Uh, I don't think it's the right idea. But then again, I say you'd know it's going to deliver. I'm fairly confident it's going to be a TV match. I think... I think he's going to be feuding with Finn for TakeOver. That's my guess. I think they're going to do Keith Lee and Finn at TakeOver Tampa, if I had to wager a guess. That would be I mean, that, would, that would be nice. See where Finn goes. The Forgotten Sons cut a promo. Haven't seen them in a while either. I forgot about them. Ah, I see what you did there. They did do that. Um, they've they basically called out the girls, Grizzled Young Vets, which is weird because they're both heels. So I don't know if they're going to turn the Forgotten Sons' face. No. Well, they're not going to turn the fucking Grizzly Young Vets face. Guarantee they do that. I guarantee you they don't. Fuck. We just shook on it, which you can't see. Um, There's no way they... They're going to turn Zach Gibson baby face? Yep. You're crazy. I am crazy. I'm a crazy and wild and crazy guy. So, I didn't understand this. Um, Bianca Belair interrupts interrupts, uh, a match. They just fucked... It's basically the same thing Ciampa did. Mm -hmm. It was fucking weird. Um, I did like how she did the, the Kanye, I'm gonna let you finish, I'm happy for y'all, I'm gonna let you finish. Um, I did like that, I like that a lot. Although I did like the timely assist from Robert Stone. Yes, um, should mention this is Chelsea Green versus Caden Carter. A rematch from when Caden Carter got the upset a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, Bianca Belair just kind of stormed in in the middle of it. And she called out Charlotte Flair, said she's gonna beat her ass, whether it's here, there, or anywhere. And, of course, tomorrow night on NXT, it will be Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. So, like we said in, last week on the Portland Review, I don't know what the plan is, but we were at least going to get a TV match out of it, which we're getting tomorrow, so. Looking forward to it. Bianca and Charlotte should be a lot of fun. I know Bianca beat her. I don't think so. It depends. If, if Bianca's going to be in the match, yeah. But if, but if Bianca's not going to be in the match, Charlotte can't lose. Now the main event, Roderick Strong and Velveteen Dream. This whole storyline is just weird to me. I know the Undisputed Era took out fucking Velveteen, but Velveteen is basically saying that Roderick Strong isn't a man because his wife didn't take his last name and that he wants Roderick to spank him before he spanks his wife, and he's supposed to be the babyface in the situation. While Roddy tells the Undisputed Era to stay in the back because he wants to settle this on his own. Now, can, I, can I make a theory? An Austin theory? Yes. Sure. I think he is trying. I think Velveteen Dream will be the one to disband the the undisputed era, and he's going after the weakest member first. Well, Bobby Fish was in the locker room. <laughs> no, Fish and O'Reilly are as a tag team are more than strong. I thought Strong and O'Reilly is just as good of a tag team. Okay, fuck you. Continue your goddamn thing. 
So Roderick Strong, the heel, tells the Undisputed Era to stay in the back because he has to do the signs alone. Granted, they did all come out later and beat him down, but he did. But anyway, um, I don't know. It's just such a weird dynamic. They like, jumped the shark with Cream. I get, I get that. Like you could, I get that Dream has never been a pure babyface and he's always been a tweener. But this is just like this is what Rick Rude was doing to Cheryl Robertson. He wasn't a fucking tweener. He was a fucking pure heel. It's just such a weird dynamic. Like. How am I supposed to get behind this guy that's trying to become this man's son's stepfather? Like, I'm sp- I don't know. It's just weird. He's like Pat Burrell. The match itself was... <laughs> that was a good one. Fucking... The match itself was fine. Dream one of the Green Valley driver. Not until he ripped off his weird blue jumpsuit that for some reason Mattel made an elite of to reveal he was wearing the Marina and Troy Boy tights. And yeah, he hit the Green Valley driver, got the win... And then the fucking Undisputed Era beat him down. Unless they're turning the Undisputed Era face. Because they all got charisma. Yeah. they can, I don't know what the fuck... Like I said, I'm the let it play out guy. I'm going to see where they're going. But that dynamic is just so goddamn weird to me. It is. I don't, You're right. I don't get it. Never, I, I don't understand it either. And like NXT usually doesn't miss the ball with this stuff. And no. I'm not even saying they missed the ball yet. Because it's still early in the program. Yeah, it's, it's very early in the program. We're, we're a week out of a... We're one episode of TV outside of a... But just what I the, just hope there's a bigger plan. Because there's, there's yeah, too many... Yeah, it's just weird. There's just too many fantastic talents at risk. Um, I didn't like the show. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't my favorite. I thought... I, I, thought, there was, I thought it was... Uh, I mean, AEW was the better show this week. I thought... And there's something in my MVPs we're going to talk about in AEW that we didn't talk about, so... In my opinion, I think the most important two shows in, like, a cycle of wrestling shows are the go-home show and the first show after a big show. I can agree with you on the first show. Well, because not not everyone watches the TakeOver, so yeah. people are tuning in to see what happened at TakeOver, and Rhea Ripley was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Like... I guess they they explained what like they 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 teased all night that Gar- Will Gargano explained his actions and he was fucking nowhere to be seen. It wasn't even there. It's like well, I don't I don't get what they're trying to do. I don't either. I mean they're kind of they're kind of like I said they kind of jumped the shark a little bit. But I have faith in them to come to get oh, back. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying NXT's dead. I'm just saying like these last couple of weeks have been baffling. I don't I don't know yeah. what's going and. Takeover Portland was so good, but the go home show sucked and this show sucked. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. All right, so show of the night. I mean, AEW. AEW. Uh, MVP for AEW. Hmm. Well, I want to give Cody overall MVP, so who do I. I, I like giving AEW MVP and overall MVP to two different people, so. AEW MVP. I'm going to go Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson? Yeah. That's a good thing. NXT MVP. Hmm. Bianca Belair just for the Kanye impersonation. Okay. Because I hated that so, show. There was nothing I liked in that show, really. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, fucking uh, Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. And Leo Rush. And Leo Rush. Oh, How I many mean, fucking MVPs you get? Two. Give me, okay. give me Devlin and Rush. I, lo- I love that match. Okay, so my AEW... I'm also going AEW is a better show. Just for... Just for and Cody's my overall, if I Cody's. don't make that clear. My overall is Cody. Okay, we agree on that. My NXT MVP is Ciampa, because he's just magic when he has a microphone in his hand. And my and or AEW MVP, which we didn't talk about, is Nyla Rose for cutting the best promo in AEW history. Oh yeah, yeah, she she kind of she cut she out. Did she, do that. I break bitches. There's no never been a piece yeah, like was... me. And I think she, I thought that promo was fantastic. Then Big Swall got in her face. Yeah, I don't know why. It's not something you're interested in, Big Swall and Nyla. 
I mean, I don't know why they needed. Where, the where would you go? Where would you go with her? No, no I'm not even saying uh, uh, her as a, an opponent. No, I know. I'm just like, saying, like, where would you go with Nyla? Uh, I think it's. I think Riho has to sell this for a while and be gone for a little bit. Yep. I think that has to be what goes on. Yeah, it won't happen, but it, it does. I don't know. She's she's got a lot of shit going on in stardom and in Japan. She might be. I mean, she was barely here when she was champion, so. Big, big Swole would be okay. I think it'd be a fun match. But I just didn't know why her and Statlander were, they, they can't hang with Nyla on the mic, and they were out there. Statlander, I still can't get over that promo she cut in AEW Dark, and I don't know if any other human being I know saw it. I saw it. She was in a fucking elevator. It was weird. I'll have to watch it again today. That's Dude, I don't, bizarre. if I remembered what episode it was, I'd pull it up now. But she was in an elevator. It was weird. She was, like, cutting, oh, my God, yeah. She, she yeah. <laughs> oh, my. But AEW, Cody for being just probably the best singles talent in AEW right now. Yeah, I'm super excited about this pay-per-view, we'll talk about it in just a little bit. So, I mean, we're going to do one segment for both shows. Yeah, there's because as as we speak, there's only four matches announced for Evolution, but there's going to be a fifth. Darby and Sammy is going to happen. Yeah. So technically, we have five matches to predict, but uh, that's going to come up right after this. AEW Revolution takes place this Saturday, February 29th, 2020, from the Wintrust Arena in Chicago, Illinois, which, fun fact, that's where we fantasy booked our Evolution 2 card. Really? Yes. Cool. So that's where Revolution is taking place in good old Chicago. They're actually in Chicago this time, unlike All Out when they're in Schramberg, just like how... uh, WWE never run Chicago in their life. They always run Rosemont. Yes. It's technically not Chicago, so stop calling it that. Okay. Well, that's, that's, die on that hill if you want. Die on whatever hill I want to die on. Yeah, that's, that's up to you. Call me General George Patton. He didn't die on a hill. Stonewall Jack. He, no, he got shot by his own fucking Also guy. didn't die. I think you're going for... Uh, I think you're Sherman? going... Yeah. No, I think you're going for... Uh, uh, Little Bighorn. Ah. General... Uh, Hold on. I need to know this now. <laughs> it's going to bother you. I, thing, I know it, too. The things that bother me, I'm bothered by who the fat man you always call fat is. Uh, okay, continue. Just talk a little bit. All right, so we have four matches officially announced for AEW Revolution, with a fifth very likely to come, barring some massive change in direction. So let's start with the match that's not officially announced. but we'll, General Custer. General, Yeah, General Custer. There we go. With the match that's not officially announced, but will most likely be taking place. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. Who you got in line? Uh, Sammy Guevara. Really? Yes. Why? Uh, good night for the inner circle. I'm going to go Darby Allen. He's a star in the making. They're going to start building him towards the main event scene. Yep. Do it rightly because he's still a little green. So up next, Jake Hager taking on Dustin Rhodes. Who you got in line? Hager. One, because he can't lose his first match. I mean, although they love doing that. Uh, <laughs> You're bent out of shape on that Cobb thing. And uh, good night for the inner circle. So would you rather would you rather Cobb beat Moxley going into his title match? Do a fuck finish. All right. I guess. There's never a place for one. So I am also going Jake Hager. Um, I know you're going to hate to hear this, but Dustin Rhodes' role in this company is to put people over. I agree. And to coach up young talent. And I think he'll be very good at doing both of those. And I think he wrestles his brother for the world title when he gets it. Um, yeah, so like you said, Jake Hager's not going to lose his first match. He's like been this fucking dominant fucking force the entire time. He's not just going to fucking go out and lose to Dustin Rhodes. No offense. So up next, the AW World Tag Team titles are on the line. 
Kenny Omega and Hangman Page take on the Young Bucks, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Who you got and why? The Young Buckaroonies. Because this, they're going towards the tear-up of the Elite. And something's going to happen. And they're either going to win cheaply or Hangman's going to hit them and then abandon them. And the Bucks are winning. The Elite is finished. You know what I really hope happens? What? I hope the reason Hangman turns is because... He's in Series 2 of the AEW line, and the rest of the Elite's in Series 1. Uh, they're, they're nerds, so it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. That'd be a hell of a story. Like, I'd be pissed if I was in Series 2, and yeah. like the fucking rest of the Elite's in Series 1. Fuck you guys. I'd be pissed, too. There's only one first series ever. Yeah, that's true. I'm also going the Young Bucks. I don't think the breakup happens on this night. But no. I think I think the tension no. keeps growing, and the Young Bucks win in the time. I feel like Kenny will congratulate the Bucks. Hangman will just... Walk away angrily and do Drink. some cowboy shit. And do you see what his fucking lower third graphic said this week? No. It said, uh, it said, como, como se dice. I, f- I think it was como se dice. I forget. It was como se dice something. Uh, good input. Yeah. <laughs> I blew that one. Yeah, you did. But, uh, yeah, I know they're, they're definitely going towards there. But I can't. I, it won't happen there. But I, do you think, do you think the Bucks win clean cheaply? Or do you think Kenny hits? Or Omega or Hangman hits Kenny at the buckshot. I think um, it'll be a deal where uh, Hangman's going for the buckshot, and like he almost hits Kenny, but he pulls up. Then the Buck rolls him up. Well, no, he turns around. Uh, they try to super kick him, but he ducks, and Kenny gets super kicked, and you know all hell just breaks loose from there. That's kind of my prediction. Good shit. So up next, MJF versus Cody in a singles match. This one's kind of hard to pick. It is, and I'm gonna sound like it. I'm gonna sound like a very. This is gonna be the most Captain Obvious statement of all time. But if this program continues to double or nothing, MGF's gonna win. Yes. If it's over after this, Cody's gonna win. Yes. So I think the hard part is just: is this program over, or is it? gonna I think continue? MJF has to win. Ye- I think he has to. See, I I was thinking that at first, but if you think about it, he's been torturing Cody since November. You know what I mean? And. Fucking double or nothing's at the end of May, so they'd have to drag this out for almost another three months. You know what I mean? We could always come back to it. And then, I mean, Cody can... I mean, I'm assuming it would, Cody can't wrestle for the title. I'm assuming he's going to come back. His climb to the mountaintop is going to be the highest possible climb. See, if they come back to it, then I think Cody's going to win. But if they just stick with it for the next three months, I think MJF's obviously... Because I could see MJF winning... And, like, him busting Cody's balls for a month straight. Like, I won't give you another rematch no matter what. Then he comes up with more wacky stipulations, and we do another couple months build up to that. Maybe Cody has taken fucking 20 lashes this time. I'm going MJF. I think I'm going to go MJF as well. I think, it's, this, it's, I think this feud must continue. It's bizarre because you can literally go either way. Yeah, it's like, it's, and it's harder to pick because AEW only has five pay-per-views a year. If it was WWE, I think this would be MJF no-brainer because they just have another pay-per-view the next month, and they'd run that shit back. Yeah. But here, the next pay-per-view is until practically June, I think May 29th. So it's tough to call. I'm going MJF. He has to win. And then finally, the main event of the evening, Chris Jericho versus John Moxley for the AW World title. Who you got and why? Drebko. I'm also going Chris Jericho. Good night for the inner circle, and there's going to be some, some fuck stuff going on. Too soon for Jericho to lose the title. Yep. Um, I think this is going to be the... Well, like Riho held the women's title for about... Let's see, Nine October, October, no, October, October to January, four months. February, four months, and then SCU held the tag titles like three months, so 
Give Jericho has to keep it a year. I think Jericho's gonna have the long run. Jericho I don't know about a year because there is a Fozzie tour coming up in June. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry. That's, that's, that's just a sentence. But if you look at the Fozzie tour, no shows are on Wednesdays. But is he gonna fly into whoever town fucking eight? Or is AEW gonna follow Fozzie around on tour and like oh line it up every? God, I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they do. So like, if you're following a mid-level rock band, please stop it. You know. But I'm also going Chris Jericho. I think he loses it at Double or Nothing. Um, maybe in Moxley. Maybe he'll go in Moxley. But I think right now it's still too early. But yeah, no, I think he'll go double. I think he'll go to September. Yeah. So that's that's uh, AEW's Revolution on a scale of one to ten. What's your excitement level? Two. Really? No, I'm, it's gonna be good. I'm I'm very excited for the main event. This is, I'm very excited for Cody and Dust. That is, Cody MGF. That's my main event. This is the most excited I've been for an AEW show since the first Double yeah. or Nothing. No, yeah, this this, like, this is gonna be good because I, I need to see presentation. I've really liked what they've done the last month on TV. I think they have a fuck ton of momentum. They just announced the action figure deal. If you believe the rumor and innuendo, by the time this podcast is out, they would have announced well, the video. It's game. apparently gonna be announced. Something's being announced on BD. It's not on Twitter. Yeah. Well, where are they going to post BT? To Twitter. Yeah. And YouTube. Yeah. And Instagram. It's going to be everywhere. And everywhere. Yeah. So I'm trying to get fucking smart with me. I'm not getting smart. I'm just saying. I, I wasn't trying to get smart. <laughs> All right. Now for the mid, the better show of the week. Stop it. <laughs> and I'm fucking... It's bugging me that this show will be happening first in chronological order. We didn't start with it. But whatever. This show takes place February 27th, 2020. Just two days from now, if you're listening to this on release day on Tuesday... In Raida, Saudi Arabia, from the Muhammad Abdu Arena on the Boulevard. The f- I sort of got the venue of this show has changed four times. And the, and now that's just combining of two of them. Well, let's start, shall we? Unless I just named the arena, which would be hilarious. I don't. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> um, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions are on the line. The New Day taking on The Miz and John Morrison. Who got why? I have the New Day. So do I. I think Miz and John Morrison win these titles at Elimination Chamber. I don't think they win them here in Saudi. I do think we'll get a title change, more on that to come, but I don't think it'll be this title. No, correct. Okay, uh, let's go to the other tag title match. Seth Rollins and Murphy defending against the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford for the Raw tag team titles. Who you got and why? Rollins and Murphy. I'm going Street Profits. This is the tag title change I got. See, they don't for, for, for how much I think they care about the Street Profits, they're doing this on Raw. Rollins, Rollins and Murphy don't need these titles. Um, I just, I, they, they, they don't, but I think for how big, I mean, look, look at the Street Profits, look how integral they've been. Whether you think of it or not, they've always been on TV, and Heyman adores them. Yeah, they found a way to get So, them. I think that there's a fuck finish, and they, they, they uh, win it on Raw next week. That's possible. You could very well be right. Jesus, yeah. Angel Dawkins is 260. What a fucking unit. No, he's a tank. He's what an absolute tank. 6'5", 260. What a unit. But yeah, no, they they will win it, but they they're, they want a crowd reaction. You're just not. I'm sorry. I love the Street Profits. I don't think they're over in Saudi, unless they are. I don't know. I think they're over everywhere, dude. They're the fucking street. Even if they're not over, when they come out and like they start, they doing, get like, you. They get over. get over. Yeah. But I just I, I, I get I see your point. I definitely see your. You point. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think I think they want a big reaction for that. Start a nice long reign to at least SummerSlam. All right, let's go to the women's championship match. The SmackDown women's titles on the line. Bailey defends against Naomi. Who you got and why? Naomi. Really? They give it up on Bailey. See, if do you believe the rumors? I don't. <laughs> no, yeah, Bailey's gonna win, but I'm picking Naomi. Okay. Because they're giving up Naomi. 
That's kind of how I feel about the tag title match. Yeah. Like, I'm picking the Street Profits, but I'm not very confident in it. Yeah, I'm not very confident. I think they give up on Bailey. Naomi's a good person to win. Have Bailey win it back and then try to start a new war. Naomi winning the title would be dope, but I do think Bailey's going to retain. Um, I just think that they see something in Heel Bailey that none of us do. I enjoy Heel Bailey. It's missing something to me, man. It, it is missing something. Just like uh, Moxley in AEW is missing something. It's just like, I don't know, the music, the presentation. Do you get that feeling from Moxley in AEW? What I get from Moxley, I think when the bright lights his, are on. His motivation level. When the bright lights are on, he's amazing. But when it's a fucking dynamite in South Haven, Mississippi, he could give two shits. Yeah, that's fair. And that's kind of always been the rap on him, even when he was in WWE. And before. And his indie run. When the, the stage is the biggest... John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, Jonathan Good, whatever the fuck you want to call him. He's long awesome. before, long before we even had this podcast, me and you talked about this. Yeah, and it's kind of the reason why WWE was so hasn't put the WWE title on him because that was always the rap on the guy. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I think you just look at the Jeff Cobb match and the match with Santana last week, and maybe it's because he knows he has a big match coming up against Jericho, and he want, doesn't want to like, you know, get hurt or anything. But it just kind of seems like he's coasting. That's just my opinion, though. That's yeah. just what I see. No, I, I see that, too. But he'll be like maybe a manager. But I have I do have full confidence that John Moxley will turn it up to another gear on Saturday, and the yep. match will be great. Because that's what he does when the lights are on. Except that weird match with Brock, because Brock didn't want to do anything. And if you hear all the, if you believe all the rumors, Moxley didn't either. Yeah, so who knows. All right, so you're taking Naomi. I'm taking Bailey. Back yes. to heel Bailey. I don't know. I just think the generic music, her slow walk, it's just like... It's missing something. There's no substance. I think she's been good. Yeah. But like, the, just the package I don't enjoy. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Now I get what you're saying. Because I think she's really good, and uh, I like her on the mic as a heel. It was just such an effective heel turn, and it's just kind of been like... I don't know. Yeah. They've, yeah, it's just like... But... I guess it's a story of SmackDown as a whole. Can be saved. All right, let's go to a steel cage match. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. I cannot believe these two are still feuding. This has been going on since October. I can't. I don't even know what to say at this point. Reigns. That's what you say. Well, yeah, he's gonna win. Just let Roman win and fucking let's get over this. I, I cannot believe these two are still feuding. <laughs> I get it. It's a Saudi show. They got nothing going on for either guy. But like, yeah, just end it for God's sakes. And like Corbin said that Roman never beat him when he literally just beat them at the road. I know heels are supposed to lie, but it's just like I don't know. I'm I'm so over this feud. Me too. I want like both guys too. I want to like Corbin so bad, but he's just ah, uh, I don't know. I don't he's not doing it for me right now. No, I mean when he was first at King he was great, but this kind of killed killed it being rest, wrestling Roman for four months. Gauntlet match for the Twait trophy. AJ Styles versus Andrade versus Bobby oh, Lashley. Oh, this, this has to be the first. This has to be the first uh, trophy named after a geographical thing, right? Yeah, I looked up what the two yeah, weight it, was. It's like, it's like a crevice in the mountains. It's an escarpment. Yes. Which, if you don't know what an escarpment is, this is the official definition from the dictionary. An escarpment is a steep slope or long cliff that forms as a result of faulting or erosion and separates two relatively level areas having different elevations. Usually, scrap and scarp face are used interchangeably with escarpment. Jesus. So that is what this trophy, this prestigious trophy is named after. Who do you have? I got Mansoor. And I know he's not announced yet, but I fully, I'm not even, I'm being dead serious. 
I think somehow Mansoor is going to get in this match and win. I got Ruru. Like, am I crazy for thinking that? No, not at all. He always wins. I think Mansoor, because he's got to be on this card somewhere. He always wins. And granted, we're recording this before Raw, so, like, they could announce a Mansoor match on Raw. Yeah. He could just be facing Cesaro again randomly. Which, granted, last time was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I got I got Ruru out yeah. of those people. I'm going Mansoor. Got it. Uh, beating R-Truth in the finals, I don't know. <laughs> Up next, Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet for the WWE Championship. Gee, I wonder who you got. Rico. I know you're not serious, but... No. No, they're going to bury him. He's going to just gonna get some punch in, and Lesnar's not going to die. So, of course he's buried. I hope they give him nine minutes at least. Yeah, nine I minutes. I hope. I hope. Give, I, Lesnar likes selling for little guys. Give him nine minutes. Give him one comeback. Do you see Brock taking a 630? Yes. That, I, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. Yes, I do. And do you see Ricochet coming out in a full wacky bodysuit? Yes, I do. <laughs> Those are the two of Brock, Brock, nine minutes. Yep, I I think that's right on Ricochet the dot. Ricochet looks good. Brock loves wrestling little guys. Good. Yeah, I think you got nailed that right on the dot. Yeah. And finally, the main event, perhaps the toughest one to predict. And if you would have said this is the <laughs> toughest one to predict two weeks ago, I would have called you crazy. But this one is kind of wide open now. Yeah, it is. The Fiend to Bray Wyatt defending the Universal Championship against Bill Goldberg. Who you got and why? The Fiend. There's no way. As much as you think it's wide open, there's no way. There's no fucking way. Dude, you say that. I but, know. I but, know. I don't. I just don't see. I just don't see it. Unless he wrestles at Bray Wyatt because they don't believe in they don't believe in spirits in Saudi Arabia. Well, he won the title as the Fiend in the same city. So yeah, I know. I don't know. I just there's there's no way they're putting this title on Goldberg to me. Was it the same city? It was the same city. Yes, it was. Yeah, there's I, absolutely no way. Because I know they uh, they go to this city and they go to the other one. Mm-hmm. Jeddah. Jeddah. Yeah, Jeddah. I I I. There's no way. There's no fucking way. There's no way they take this title off him. Oh, good God. Uh, unless he wrestles his Bray. I'm going The Fiend. Um, that's more of a hope than a confident prediction. That's mine, too. I'm like, there's no, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. like, there's no way they take this title off. Is there a way? No, there's no way. There's a way, but... Spear, Jackhammer, one, two, three? Yeah, that's, that's exactly the way. Oh, God. And I... I can see it. It would be an I can awful see decision. Oh, no, 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 no. But I could 100% see it. Uh, no but, way. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's no way they take this title off. Right. I'm going The Fiend via head snap and mandible claw just out of... Although, is Goldberg going to fucking choke? Like, how does, I can't see Goldberg getting choked out to the mandible claw. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's Goldberg. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is a weird one. Oh, yeah. Especially when the rumors were Kane the whole time and Goldberg just gets put in out of nowhere. Oh, that makes it worse. <laughs> yes. Like, they literally set up the Kane match when he set the trap of Brian, and then, dude, this is. Goldberg might win this title. Goldberg. For the might, second time! <laughs> he won the red one, now he's going the blue <laughs> one. I'll tell you. No, no, no way. No, no, no. Unless he wrestles Bray, not the Fiend, he's not winning this title. <laughs> he's Spear Jack Hammer, it's over, bud. Oh, my God. I hope. All right, I'm going the fiend too. Let's let's all root for let's all. Let's, I think they're gonna do it. I don't. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going the fiend. I'm just gonna have to be. It has to be the fiend. Please, look God, let it be the fiend. <laughs> and I have nothing against Bill Goldberg, but no, me either. But Bill Goldberg does need to be main eventing WrestleMania at the ripe age of 53. Oh my God! No! 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 William Scott Goldberg. Years active as a professional wrestler, 1997 to 2004, 
then 2016 to present. <laughs> He's like Rhino in, in, in his offensive look. But uh, that is it for the two predictions of the pay-per-views this week. Wait, like, one more thing. Build from Atlanta, Georgia, Dawsonville, Georgia, and Parts Unknown. What? <laughs> Bill Goldberg, the parts he comes from are unknown. Where, when was he parts unknown? Who the fuck knows? Oh, apparently on the February 22nd, 1999 Nitro, he's announced from Parts Unknown. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but that's what Wikipedia says, and we know Wikipedia is never wrong. Correct. So, yeah. What is your excitement level for Super Showdown? Zero. <laughs> I'm going to give it a one because I love the fucking wacky Saudi gimmick matches. Me, okay, one for me, too. And I want to see who's going to come out with the Tai Week trophy. <laughs> it's going to be AJ. The Undertaker match is going to be up for that trophy. Conservative Alan Jones comes out with Saudi Mountain trophy. They love Saudis. God All right. damn it. Coming up next, give some love to the fam and get us out of here, okay? Okay, fam. Oh, one more thing. There was a big fight this past weekend. Tyson Fury defeated De- Deontay Wilder. So now the speculation is running wild. Nope. Do you want to see Tyson Fury at WrestleMania? And more importantly, will we see Tyson Fury at WrestleMania? Would I want to see him? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, but will we see him? No. They, they, he's, he's, a, he's the world heavyweight champion for boxing. We will not see him. The World Boxing Commission will get involved. I don't, I don't want to see him, but we will see him. He won't be in a match, but he will be in a segment, kind of like Ronda yeah. in WrestleMania 31. That's fine for me. I just don't like that. I, it's, WrestleMania is long enough the way it is. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to do a, a fucking, they're bringing Brodus Clay. Wouldn't you rather Tyson Fury than Brodus Clay? <laughs> Listen, if I could hear somebody call your mama, I'll take that idea. What if, what if Tyson Fury comes out to it? You know what? I'm in. I'm in. But no, I, I don't think he like he won't wrestle for a, as long as he's he, there. No, I don't think he'll wrestle, but I do think they will pay him a lot of money and he'll make an appearance. Yeah, probably. I mean, Triple H is at the fight. They already have a good relationship. Do you think Triple H is sitting right next to Stephen A. Smith? Yes, which is just outstanding. Which is, yeah. But coming up next, we'll give uh, shout-outs to everybody and we'll get the fuck out of your hair. Make sure you give the entire Turbuckle Topics family a follow on Twitter and listen to these shows. The network can be found at TT underscore for you. On Mondays, we have Gil Kuda Jr., the Mid-Atlantic Grizzly Adams, with Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio on CBS Baltimore and a podcast to follow. He can find him at, at Kuda underscore Jr. On, on Twitter. You can find your boys, us, at Champions Pod every Tuesday at noon-ish. And we are just the two most handsome people in the world. Wednesdays, you have the beard, Chris Pinero, at Bearded Chris P on Twitter with the Bearded Wrestling Podcast. He's just the rootin' tootin'est impact man in the West. More to come from him later. Ron and Linz are Thursdays with the rundown, at Ron underscore Musto underscore Junior, and at Linz Be Honest X. Show the fans some love. Like I said, whole network, TT4U, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. More to come very soon. Peace. Thanks, thanks for joining us today. That was awkward. That yes, was it was. A very awkward ending, but yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll review both these shows you just predicted. and Hopefully Bill Goldberg's not the champion. Yeah, let's all say a quick prayer. Protect our fiend, Lord.